quarantined, baby. How you holding up? Getting through, man. Are you weirded out or just accepting it? I'm accepting it, and I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. I send you guys all the positive stats I get. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know several people that have gotten it and gotten over it. The worst was Michael Yo. And I need to confirm this with Michael, but I'm pretty sure Michael had a cold and then caught the corona and then got pneumonia. And, Jesus and Christ. he got it real bad. Yeah, he's he, bad. He got it real bad. He was hospitalized for a week. Yeah, his post choked me up. Did you see his Instagram post? Yes, yes. And you see him coughing while he's doing it. Yeah. He's such a good guy. He's the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy. If we lost him, that'd be fucking. That'd be a shame. Devastating. Um, I know people that have gotten it, gotten over it. Not not much of a problem, you know. And they they just felt like shit for a couple of days, and then they're fine. But that's the majority of people, Joe. The majority. I, I know people get upset when I say that. And it's true though. It's true though. Those are the numbers. The yeah, majority of the people get it, and they're fine. Yeah. What I'm hoping is <clears throat> they come up with with a legitimate treatment. Where it's like, this is confirmed that if you take hydroxychloroquine, you know, with the Z-Pack. Z-Pack, if they say something like that, this is confirmed. If they say, we, we got it covered, folks, we no longer have to worry about people dying of coronavirus, yeah. we just catch it real early, sort of like Tamiflu yeah. or some other things that, look, staff used to fucking kill the shit out of people. Oh, tons. You know, killed a lot of people. Infections killed a lot of fucking people. Now they give you antibiotics. I mean, imagine if jujitsu killed people. Imagine if you went to the gym and you got staff and you died. How many fucking people would train? I wouldn't train. Nobody Hell would train. No. You'd be so terrified of staff, right? Well, that's how we are right now with this coronavirus. We're worried because we don't have like a rock solid, legitimate treatment or a vaccine. But that hydrochloridine, whatever the hell it is, in Z Pack, supposed to supposed to work. The trials that they've seen, right? Yeah. Well, for some people. D- you know, that it's what they call anecdotal evidence. It's not 100% proven clinical trial peer-reviewed where they can say, hey, we, we had 160 people that were coronavirus positive. We put them on this hydroxychloroquine. It takes a 100%. lot of time. It takes a lot of time. We don't have time. Right. But the guy, there's a few doctors in New York that have implemented it and some, uh, some very positive results according to them. Now, is that... Is that enough to, you know, to say, hey, we're good? I don't know. I don't think so. But I think what's funny is in our group of friends, you have some who are, they won't step a foot outside their house. They have some who are kind of in the middle. They have some who are super loosey-goosey, you know? It's just like, <laughs> Those it's are just the like a Rolodex. Ones. The real problem is with people who are, are compromised, old people, you know, people whose immune system is already fragile. And now the thing is, if you or I got it, we'd be fine, hopefully. But then what if you gave it to your grandma? You know what Don't I mean? go around your grandma, dumbass. Don't go around your grandma. This is the real, the, I think the real way to handle this moving forward is probably going to be something along the lines of make sure that old people aren't exposed, make sure that high-risk people are not exposed, and make sure that you don't expose yourself to them if you have it. Correct. And then, you Get know, your ass back to work. Yeah, and hopefully there's some sort of a treatment. But get your ass back to work is really important. Hell yeah, it is. There's so many businesses going under. I don't think we've seen anything like this scary, ever. man. Ever. And in, in, I don't think ever in the history of America there's been a thing where everything just like instantly shut down. No one works. No one does anything. Everyone stays home. When? And how long are we going to do it for, though? Right. I think they're saying the end of May now. Really? In California. That's what I've heard. Well, California, the the governor's kind of a pussy, and he's <laughs> he was talking about you know this. We might go on. It might be like this for a year. You know. So did he say that? Yeah, he said that. So 
again, he's a giant pussy. But when you hear Trump, he was talking to some reporter that asked him a question, and he said, I'm thinking, you know, we're not far off from after Easter. Open things back up. Mm. Yeah. Look, if people... Fuck. There's so it's many so things. tough. It's, it's so, so tricky. It's so tough. Like, look, if it's just us in this room, I'm not that worried because... I take a lot of vitamins. I'm in the fucking sauna every day. I have a very strong immune system. You're fit. I take probiotics. When you walked in, I said, yeah. I will lick your face right now. He said, what are we doing? Hugging? What are we doing? I said, I will lick your fucking face, Joe. I'm not scared of shit. I'm healthy as hell. Yeah, but that's the difference between someone who's actively taking care of their body and does so all year round. Yes. Versus people who are always boozing, have high blood pressure, are overweight. I'm talking to you, Burke Reiser. <laughs> you always think you're talking about. I just want to let him know what I am. Look, I love the guy. I don't want him to die. Me too. There's a lot of people like that, though, that we're friends with. That That's don't, on they, you, homie. I know. Get in shape, dude. Yep. yep. If, it, if it bounces right off you, but it kills someone that's your age, whose fault is that? If, if they're it's severely of, out of shape, it's kind of their fault. That's on you, man. It's kind of their fault. Unless they have a disease. See, the, then, then there's people that have. Animal. Yeah, there's people that have diseases, and those diseases prevent them from being healthy. That's a different animal. So then you have to think about that percentage of the population. <sighs> there's so many variables. Dude, man. I went to uh, the, this market, they had this giant market. Are they over... selling bats? No, but I would have bought one. <laughs> I love bats. Not for soup, I'd save them. Um, <laughs> But yeah, there's there's like this fresh market, and there peeps. It was packed, man. I'm like, mm. God damn! But everyone had mask on, and I saw two. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. They're probably equal 800 pounds. One probably 400 pounds. His wife another 400 pounds with mask on. I'm like, you. That's what you, you think the mask. That's what. That's not what's yeah. gonna kill you, homies. Yeah. That's not. It, you're already. You're fucked. the. Yeah. You're super fucked. <sighs> Send out the herd, man. Well, I hope this is a wake up call for people that aren't taking care of themselves. Because there's a lot of people that just think it's not necessary, and they look at someone like you or I that's vain, that take that you know likes to like. I, dude, I get up in the morning, I look at my body in the mirror, I'm like, Come on, oh, every morning, good, every morning, looking good, looking good. It gets, oh, I straight it up, gets, I'm straight up, old school, Mr. I'll, Venice, I'll fucking, me I'll too. Fucking, I do it in front of my kids too. I was like, oh, what? me too, me I too. Go, what? <laughs> me too. But it's fun. <laughs> me too. Yeah, they do it too. I got my son, I got my son now because we have a hot tub and pool, and the pool's freezing. And I, I've been mountain biking every day, so my legs are sore. So I go hot, cold, hot, cold, uh, and now he's doing it. Oh, nice! And he, was pop, and he gets out, he was popping, I'm like, getting big muscles. <laughs> I said, "You're getting there, dude. You're getting there." <sighs> my daughter got up real early today. Like she set her alarm for eight, and I go, "Why'd you get up at 8? She goes, "Cause I realize when I get up at ten that I don't get as much done during the day, and the day is shorter." Oh man! I go, "Wow!" I go, "That's very wise." So you know how kids are dabbing. She's got like a Dude, half. She does this. a half dab now. She goes, "It's <laughs> like a new thing." She says something. She goes, "I am wise." <laughs> She's like flexing on me. <laughs> A kid's gonna be successful, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's she's a little beast. My eleven year old's a beast. Isn't it crazy to see that? It's crazy. It's weird. She's got all of my attributes, my like obsessive attributes, but without any of the. I didn't have a good childhood. Like she's That's got, trouble. Well, it's, it's like in a super, good way. She's super confident. Yeah. She's not like doing it because like I want someone to love me. Yes. I want to. Doesn't prove come from a dark val- place. Yeah. It's not coming from. I want to be valued. She's like, I want to be awesome at everything. And that's when she's gonna thrive. And she's always laughing. She laughs at everything. She's this funny kid, man. She's always laughing. I love it. Yeah. She's always like crack. Like she's she'll say something like ah. She Nothing thinks, better. She thinks things are funny. Like she's got a, a very interesting sense of humor. It's weird seeing kids grow up, you know, with no. Uh, no fear. 
You know, like I grew up. Don't you worry about it, though? Yes. I worry about it. That's the problem because they're so well taken care of. I feel like when all of our friends, like almost everyone I know to a man that's interesting and to a woman had some sort of fucked up chaotic childhood. There's some darkness. Yeah. Yeah. That's what made them interesting. It's what made them successful in a lot of ways. But I don't know if it's necessary. I feel like there's valuable lessons that you can get. Like for you, I think a lot of your lessons you got in sports, right? Yeah. I think that's, I think every kid, I really, all my friends that are fucked up, like emotionally, that can't deal with loss, they don't play sports. They never played sports. There's a lot of people that I know that didn't play sports that don't know how to lose. And that's such a disadvantage. Because when you're playing sports when you're young, it, I mean, it's hard times, man. Oh, my God. And then we get, as you get to the higher level, you know, in college, it's, you know, it's pretty cutthroat, man. You learn to deal with those heartbreaking issues and pick up your boots and keep going. You also develop a thick skin. Yes. God, and a chip on your shoulder. A chip on your shoulder and a thick skin. They're the those... biggest chip on your shoulder. So important to get through life, though. You need that. You need to understand what competition. <clears throat> you need to look at that person. Like, you know, like uh, sparring. There's always There was always a one dude that you don't want to spar. You're like, <sighs> oh, fuck this guy. I do not want to spar this guy. But you have to. And then you have to. It's the only way to get better. And then you, there's <clears throat> this moment where you're lined up, and there he is. And like, oh boy, time to get my ass kicked. But also in, in football, that's when I realized, oh, everybody's not treated the same. And that, that's that's the real world. Like we're not treated the same. Like I remember the star running back Bobby Purify. He, and, you know, I've always been a huge shoe guy. He would get custom one of one designer cleats and shoes in his locker. Whoa. And then they'd give me these old ones. <laughs> and he was next to me. And I was like. I get it. I get yeah, it. If you want. It hurt my feelings forever, man. I was like, God, to. those look sweet. People get mad at people that are like uber successful. But those those people like him, like, you know, the Jordans of the world, the people that are just like the fucking, ah, the guy who's the, what David Goggins likes to call uncommon amongst uncommon men. Yes. You know, that's just how life is. And you see that and you realize where the benefits are in being that person. And then you also see the drawbacks. You see a huge drawback, especially in their personal life. Oh, you're a crazy person. It's tough to manage outside that core, outside that octagon. It's tough to manage. I mean, talk to Tyson. Talk to Tyson about who he was when he was the king of the world. He couldn't manage it. I mean, no no one can maintain that. Talk to John Jones right now. Talk to John Jones right now. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I got this is the last the last one with John Jones. I got sad. That was the first time out of all the Johns. This things. recent one? Yeah, I got sad. I've been disappointed before, but this one I got sad um, because I watched that video, the vi- the arrest video. The arrest video was sad. <sighs> it's such a bummer when it's you watch a- that video. You know, you know, you know what was a little alarming there when when I think CT has something to do with this. I know we harp on CT, but when he goes. Hey, John, I need you to do this, this, and this. He goes, I'm going to warn you, my short-term memory is terrible. Yeah. So it's not because I'm drunk. And that was, even as he's drunk, he was cautious enough to say that, saying, hey, man, my, my, my short-term memory is shit because I get punched in the head all the time. Yeah. So that so if you're basing off that, we're going to be in trouble. I was like, oh, no. I think that was a little his bit His legs were so skinny. <laughs> <laughs> fucks people up with those skinny legs. Dude, they're so thin. Well, his calves are crazy. His calves are so much smaller than mine, and I'm so much smaller than him. It's insane. It doesn't make... How about Will Sasso's calves? Oh, my God. Those are the most ridiculous things. Callan and I spent 15 minutes on Will Sasso's calves the other day. They're crazy. Callan like, has good calves, too. 
they're not bad, but no. they're not well. Sasso. Sasso. No, Sasso. Sasso seems like he should be able to jump over a building. <laughs> like he should be able to just, from a standing position, just launch. He looks like Hulk. His... It literally yeah. looks like Hulk wearing fucking cut off jeans. Yeah. Now John Jones. Now imagine like the Tiago Santos fight. The, look at this. His calf. That's preposterous. That's when Brian had here. You see, Brian, Brian shaved his head, and it's a. When tough did he shave go. his head? Like when? Two, two days ago. No. Where's the pictures? Uh, I mean, I post on my Instagram story. Yes, I don't want to go too this. hard on them. You should. <laughs> I need to see this. I need. How come I didn't know? Why didn't he send me a picture? That's a good move for him to shave his head. He, but he needs to go. He needs to go uh, even more because the top. Oh, is... Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. He, he well, went, does he have the hair transplant scar? Yes, he does. He does. That's what he I does. said. I said, oh, you have the same thing Rogan has. Yeah. But his is small. And I go. Yeah. You, you need to. You need to shave down more. Yeah, he needs to go all the way. There he is. Just go all the way. Yeah. Good. Good for him. He probably feels free that way. It's freeing now that he look. He fucked up though because he cut himself, so it's like all uneven. So I oh. could not stop laughing. We need to just get some trimmers. I I cut mine myself, but I fucking go. But you're you're seasoned vet. You're seasoned vet. Yeah, but even the first time I did it, you just go all the way down <clears throat> to the bottom. Just go to the bottom. He's he's got one of them trimmers on it where you leave a little bit of hair. That's what he has. Yeah, I I go to the bottom and then I let it grow like a few days and, and I go, go back to the bottom again and just. He looks a little it. like Bruce Willis. He looks. It doesn't look bad. He, look, he needs to shave it more. You, you got to see it in person. It's a little. It's, it's a little I could not stop laughing. <laughs> I could. We couldn't get through the show. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> He's trying to be all serious. I just kept laughing. Wow, that's Callum. Yeah, the best. He's he's such a fucking character. I don't know a single human like him. Try to find no, someone like never. him. You're never. He's gonna... going crazy at the Corona. He gets oh, mad. God. He gets real mad. Why does he get mad? Just because we're on lockdown. He's, when's this shit going to end, man? When are we going mad. back to restaurants? The, the text message that he sends, he gets very angry. Yeah, he, he has to back cook to for himself. <laughs> he has to cook for himself. That's his big anger. He can't go to Via Veneto or <laughs> Felix. Can't hang out with his friends. That place, Felix, we were supposed to go um, right before. Well, I went on the 14th. With Callan? Uh, no, I went with my wife on the 14th, right before the lockdown. And we were like, should we go out? We should go out. Let's just go out. Let's just do it. We had reservations, but we had them like five days earlier and started getting, as it getting closer and closer, it seemed like everything was like kind of shutting down and people yeah, were pulling away. It. And then it was like a couple days later that they shut down everything. But you did eat there? Yeah, we did eat it's there. It's good, huh? <laughs> Fucking fantastic. That place is awesome. Apparently they and um, a lot of other restaurants, they have to go. I think Felix is doing Felix to go. And so you just all order. of them have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Freaking they, flappers hit me up because they uh, they have to. That's how they're making money. That's how they're covering their their rent right now. Is they have to sell the food. and they have good food, but they have to do the takeout mm -hmm. just to well, keep the doors open. I'm glad people are innovating and they're coming up with ways to to stay open. But it would be a real bummer if places like Felix went under or that other place that Count loves, Via Veneto. <clears throat> that place in Venice, that place is excellent too. Excellent. The thing about those is they have high rent. Yes, high rent. You're off Main Street. Yep. I mean, they're they're right on Abbott Kenny, right? Uh, they're they're off Main Street. They're off well, Main well Street. Felix off Abbott. Yeah, yeah, even higher rent. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Abbott Abbott's the most expensive road in uh, California. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Why does everybody like that area? Is it the homeless people that tracks them? There's a. It, it's like <laughs> it's a weird vibe. It's like the poorest of the poor and the richest of the rich. It's so strange. It's so strange. We were driving there and uh, we we stopped at a red light and there was like this nice house to the left, like this super modern looking Venice style house. And right across the street on the right was twenty tents. I know. Camped out. It's such a bummer. Just, uh, why do they let that happen? That is. The dumbest thing that they let that happen. And you they know let what they do? Take over the sidewalk. You know what these bums do to get to get money is if a house goes for sale or rent, these bums squat in front of the house, 
So the seller or the renter has to come up and be like, you guys got to get out of here and like pay us. So then they give them money, they leave, and then they rent the house. Yeah. There should be a service. It's a hustle. should have a service that cleans that up. It's called they, COVID-19. <laughs> I don't think it's affecting them. They're already, they already yeah, had I mean, tuberculosis and fucking the black plague. Legionnaires disease. Yeah, they, got they got everything. They don't give a fuck. I mean, I mean they were finding, what was that uh, crazy medieval disease they were finding in uh, bums, in homeless people, in Skid Row? Uh, Jesus Christ. It was a crazy disease that they hadn't found. God damn it. Do you remember it, Jamie? We were talking. Yeah. It, it's the, it sounds like the crazy, crazy one, but it's like, it's, oh, typhus. It's typhus. typhus. It's yes. like the precursor to typhoid yeah. fever. Jesus yeah. Christ. They found that. <laughs> Look, I don't know what you do. I mean, people are worried about bats. How about people that shit on the street? What kind of, I mean, we're talking about diseases that have come out of these Chinese wet markets. There's easily could be diseases that come out of L.A., out of these these homeless encampments. Yeah, but no one's eating homeless soup. Well, I don't know what they're eating. Who knows what they're doing? But it's not a matter of eating. It's a matter of being around all that But I thought that's, that's how the how this all got started is someone no, ate that No, they don't think it's soup. eating it. No. Oh, really? They think it's being near them. They, they, the whole, they think the patient zero, I believe the theory is, the current theory is patient zero, see, see if you can find this, was traced to a woman that worked next to the bat stand. Yeah, so, I mean, we read it a few weeks ago. Right. That may or may not be the actual patient zero, but yeah, at I don't the time, think, that could be. Is she still alive? Yeah. I don't think yeah, they think really, so. really, you know what's crazy? They can trace the genetics of this virus, and they're saying that it came from people that came from Europe. The, what? The, yeah, in, in New York City, I should say. I mean, it obviously came from China, but the people that got it in New York City got it from people who traveled to New York City from Europe. And, and those like, Europeans were in China, went back home yes. to Europe, then came to New York. Yeah, and they think Bastards. it might have gotten here as early as December and maybe even November. Like, they don't even know. I heard November. I think November. They think it, it, they think <clears throat> two, it got there two weeks at least before the first case. And there's many people that could have gotten it that did not know that they got it and got it over it. And I know, I know it's the cool thing to say right now, dude. I'm telling you, when I was doing Ontario Improv in end of November, or December, I was the sickest I've ever been, and it lasted for 12 to 14 days. I told my brother, you might have to take me to the emergency room. After I got done my last show, I was like, we're driving home, like we might have to go to the emergency room. I felt really? so fucking, the sickest I've ever been. Well, in what way? What were you? I, uh, I had shakes, cold sweats. I uh, I was just sick, man. Just coughing? super coughing, horrible coughing. Huh. It was bad. So the thing is, that could also be a bad flu. Who, yeah, thing. who knows? Yeah, look, this is one of the things that we, in this text thread that you and I are in, we, we started sharing the numbers of people that have died from the flu. That is... It's stunning. It's man. alarming. It's stunning. I didn't know. I mean, I knew a lot of people died from the flu, but until you see it on paper, you're like, "What? That well, many?" Ima imagine if CNN did a whole marketing thing on how the flu's killing everyone every day, and yeah. there's this fucking puts all this fear in everybody. If they did every day like they're doing for Corona, we'd be scared shitless. Man. True, but there's some preventative measures. Correct. We have the a flu, vaccine, yeah. and then we have we uh, flu shots, and we also have Tamiflu. There's a bunch of different remedies. We know what the flu is. Yeah. This is a this is a really dangerous one because it, it does something to your respiratory system where it scars the lining of the respiratory system. It scars people's lungs, and there's so much inflammation that they can't get oxygen. Here's the other issue: is they're saying that you probably have it two days before you start start showing signs. If you show signs at all. Yeah, some don't at all. Idris Elba <clears throat> apparently never showed any signs. Stanford studies coronavirus early spread in California looks at herd immunity potential. Researchers at Stanford University trying to determine if the novel coronavirus may have been circulated in California as early as last fall. Your boy had it. 
and whether it's playing a role in the relative slow spread in the state. Wow, I hope we do have herd immunity. Let's get back to the store. Oh, dear God. Please, herd immunity. Come on. Joey Diaz called me the other day just to reach out to tell me he loves me and making sure I'm doing the right things. You're doing the right thing, dog. Yeah. I fucking love you, Brandon Chubb. I'm like, all right, man. Um, but yeah, I, 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 we were talking about the comic store, and I was like, they'll be fine, though. He's like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It's a big maybe. It's a lot of money to run that place. Uh, fortunately, sunset. fortunately, for the last six years, they've been making a shitload of money. Yeah, if you they're know, smart, they're doing with really it, they well. Be okay. I think they. Well, Peter Shore's a very, very bright man. Very smart. Very smart, and I think he's doing the right thing. And I think uh, I think they'll be okay. Look, we could always do a shitload of shows when the sh store comes back and donate all the money. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy uh, to I, do that. I, I'd give them rent right now. I'll tell everybody, uh, if you didn't see my Instagram, my shows with Dave Chappelle have been moved to September. But when I say moved to September, I go like this. Mm -hmm. You're going to do in September, Jeff. <laughs> I saw your post on New York. We're like, COVID, when is that? November? Not October September? 3rd. You're Mass doing it. Hey, dude. It's happening in October, I bet. I in hope New York. so. I hope so. Come on. That Fauci guy said people aren't going to shake hands anymore. Did you see that shit? I'm bound to everyone from now on. Bound. I like, Heights. I like that. Just because it's cool. I like that. Or you could do it Thai style. Just, um, mm. yeah. No, fuck That's not no. bad. Steven Seagal style. I'm going to wear beads, but not. I'm just going to wrap them around my wrist. <laughs> just something like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of knuckleheads online with this uh, coronavirus talking about healing and positive energy and manifesting. Oh, no. Your oh, truth no. So much nonsense. There's a lot of nonsense. A lot of bro <clears throat> science. I throw a lot of bro science out there, but I go off a lot of numbers that I get from way smarter people than me. Yeah, well, you're, you're, what you're doing is you're tweeting actual facts and then throwing a little bro science into the mix. Correct. That's also my career in what general. What I'm talking about is just so many people that are just, you know, this is a global transformation and this is oh our God. opportunity. I, I hope everybody gets better out of this. I hope I hope people recognize that our society is fragile. Don't you see a lot? This is an, another positive. You see a lot more people working out. Like mm -hmm. when I get ready to go on my my uh, bike ride. I see so many more people walking, kids, yeah. families. Like, they have time. This is what it took to, to get you guys to fucking walk outside? Well, most people, you know, time. They, they, they don't, I mean, unless you're working from home or, you know, you're, um, if you're in any kind of service industry, your job is gone, That's right? That's For yeah. now. So they have time. There's a lot of people whose jobs are shut down. I don't know what the numbers are, but there's a lot more people oh, man, that are tons. home during the day. A lot of people are homeschooling their kids. Yeah, that's a, there, there's part of me that's when Dana came out and said he's going to do the UFC. There's part of me that was uh, super proud of him. Just, you know, I, I, I know he was going to get a lot of blowback for it and the UFC's getting a lot of blowback for it. But a part of me was like, fuck, yeah, dude. Good for you, man, yeah. for figuring it out. Good for you. Good for you. Pretty gangster move. Go to an Indian reservation. Really get and then went and for international fights I bought an island, bitches. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Is this well, moral combat? I bet someone who entered the dragon. <laughs> wait, what? Island fights? Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm not gonna tell you where it's at. I'm not telling anybody. We're just gonna you're gonna get on flight, private flight, and we're flying to the island. You and your team. I was like, I, I, I can't hate the on sand. the guy. I can't hate on the guy anymore, man. He's I hope they fucking, fight in the sand. Man. Oh, it'd be so sick. <laughs> Right on the beach. So sick. Do you remember Bodog when Bodog had fights yeah. on the beach? Yeah. Bodog was interesting, man. 
People forgot about Bodog. <clears throat> Fedor started there. Kane yeah. started there. Well, Fedor didn't start there. Fedor went. I'm sorry, to I didn't there. start there, but he he did fight yeah. on there. Kane, I think. Uh, yeah, he Kane fought on there. Career, started there. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Masvidal fought Eve Edwards there. That's right. Stopped him with a head kick. Fuck. Yeah, dude, there were some great fights. Remember what Fedor did? Fedor fight Matt Lindland on Bodog. Was that Bodog in Russia? Or was that affliction? No, I don't think so. I think you're right. I think Fedor and Matt Lindland was Bodog, and and I think Matt Lindland was about to take Fedor down, and Fedor grabbed a rope. And it was a big. Oh, that's right. He grabbed the rope, and then he knocked him out. Well, he's, right? Yeah, he. He slammed him. Submitted him. I think he submitted him. Right, here it is, Matt Lindland, Fedor. <clears throat> yeah. So. I know he slams him. Matt Lindland, who at the time, I'm pretty sure he submitted him. I think he got him in an armbar. He did. He submitted him, but I remember him slamming him for some but, reason. But, but go before that, though. <coughs> Matt Lindland's Matt knees got, always scared me. He got double under. Yeah, he's got him in an armbar there. So Matt Lindland made the, got the clinch. I believe he got double underhooks. Yep. And, and now, look. He he's elevating around. Fedor, and Fedor's grabbing the fucking rope. Totally grabbed the rope. And look. who is that Dan Mergliata? Who's trying to? Looks like Eve, Eve, Eve Edwards. Levine. Eve, Eve Levine. Levine. Eve Edwards, Eve Levine. Oh, but look, he kept grabbing the rope. And look, Matt Lindland had Holy him, he grabbed the rope. Yeah, and then he used it to reverse it. Them. Yeah, that's what I remember. Cheater. Fuck, dude. Oh, Fucking Russians, so am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well, in that moment, that's just straight up cheating. I mean, and that's how he got top position. Matt Lindland took him down. Yeah, Bodog. And meanwhile, Matt Lindland is a fucking guy who fought. At 170, he fought 185. Did he fight at 170? He De was so tough. 185. 185. Tough he was fuck. so tough. Tough as fuck. About as tough as it gets. You hear, you hear the stories about him out of, with him, Hendo, Chael Sonnen. Oh, yeah. Just the yeah. who's who, man. Yeah, fuck there, though. Yeah, he did. That's bullshit. Hey, man. That's the problem with ropes, though, right? It's like yeah, ropes. Right they there. can always do it. You remember when there's uh, a couple moments in Pride where guys got trapped in the ropes and then submitted. Oh, Somebody God. got triangled while their head was trapped in the rope, and then they got triangled on top there's of that. There's also nothing worse when you get knocked out and you fall through the ropes. Oh, my God. It's yeah. so embarrassing. Well, how about Bernard Hopkins, last fight of his career, when he fought Joe Smith? Joe Smith KOs him. Well, he drops him, and, and Bernard goes through the ropes and hits his head on the ground, oh. which is crazy. You're like, how do you fucking guys not have what? Like, are, are, is the apron of a, a ring for boxing that expensive? Why can't you make it bigger? Why can't you make it so that a guy doesn't fall? Or have security where if yeah. you see something, you know? Well, they, they would have to act quickly and be there in time. and they, So they'd have to be around, standing On up. On the ring, that'd be a little distracting. It would be hugely distracting, and it'd be terrible for the people that were watching. But, I mean, all you have to do is, like, what? Do you remember what Bellator did? What Bellator did when they were doing kickboxing and uh, MMA at the same time. So they have this round ring for Bellator, and then they put a square ring in the center of that oh, for kickboxing. Right. So if you fell through the ropes, you just fell out into that good. round area where the Bellator cage would be. It was perfect. Well, to be, play devil's advocate, if you're boxing, though, you're like, dude, how many times have people fallen out of the fucking ring? We know it's Bernard Hopkins. What if Bernard Hopkins died from that? He's also 70 years old fighting. So he it's was like, 51 or 52, I think. I mean, come on, dude. It's crazy. Fighting this young fucking... Oh, yeah. Look at oh, this dude. Wow. Caught in a triangle inside the ropes. So his leg is wrapped up in the rope, and the dude's caught in a triangle. Crazy. Jesus Christ. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's happened more than once, too. <clears throat> People have been armbarred that way, too. Did you think the, uh, UFC 249 was going to happen? I didn't know what was going to happen. 
when Khabib couldn't make it, I was like, I bet this is going to be the end of it. Me too. I was like, oh, it's over. But then I saw Kamaru Usman saying, you better get ready to make weight, bitch. And I was like, oh, my God. If Usman fights Masvidal, holy shit. Like, that's worth it. That's a fight. But then when I heard it was Gagey and Ferguson, I'm like, oh, shit. First team all violence. I don't know what Gagey's been doing, though. Has he been training like he's training for a fight? I don't know. They they asked him. I saw I think it was Brett. Uh, Akimoto goes, uh, how prepared are you? And he, it took him a while to answer. And then he, he said something to him. I was like, oh, this could be tough. He goes, I have 18 minutes in me. <laughs> he, he goes, all, all, you know, all my fights, I, I don't go to decision. I either get knocked out or knock somebody out. He goes, I, you know, I talk to my family, I talk to my coaches. I don't have 18 minutes of fucking fury. And he goes, and it's pretty tough to deal with. And I was like, God. It is tough to deal with. But if it's, it's the anybody, toughest to deal with. But. If there's anybody that has the endurance to take it to that 18 minutes and keep going, it's Tony. It, it, Tony has the most endurance I've ever seen. But the only the only thing that's a little scary when I hear him say that, he does throw caution in the wind, Gaethje does, and it's tough to deal with because he's probably the hardest hitter at 55, and Tony gets hit, man. That's one thing about he Tony. He does like to get hit. He, he I think he actually enjoys it, and he welcomes it. With Gaethje, I don't know if he can play that game, especially for 18 minutes. Well, I don't know if he enjoys it. I just think that he has this pressure forward style. He's game for it. Yeah, he's, is what he's I mean. game. He's, he's game. 100% game for it. But he has such a pressure style that it's inevitable that you get hit. You know, he's not fighting like Wonder Boy or something like that. He's not fighting no. Elusive or Mighty Mouse. He's fighting. He's he's trying to break you. I mean, in Tony's fights, there's somewhere around the second or third round where you see the look in these guys' faces like, motherfucker. I know. How is he keeping up this pace? Justin's kind of the same way. He just goes forward like a little tank. Yeah. He keeps going. It's Dude, such a good fight. My favorite fight with Justin <clears throat> was Barboza because Barboza's a savage. And Justin just Fucked ran him, him over, ran him over. His fight with Poirier, even his fight with Eddie Alvarez, all those, he lost mm -hmm. both, but all of them were good, man. Oh, they were great. Poirier, his leg was almost done. It was almost done, but Poirier pulled it out with the knockout. Poirier actually came out on record and said he thinks Gaethje's going to win. Really? Yeah. That's because he's never fought Tony. You know, he's fought Gaethje and beat him, and it would be great if Gaethje beat Tony, and then it makes him look good. What? I don't necessarily know if that's... I mean, it's not that Tony can't win. It's not that uh, that Gagey can't win either. It's like, in my opinion, this is a who the fuck knows. It's a who the fuck knows, especially in these conditions. It's like, uh. what camp have they had, especially Justin? Well, you know? I know Tony's had a camp. Tony's had a camp, but you, you got to real everything's everything's not normal. Like you're not getting the same amount of guys. Yeah, in but that Tony's not normal. <laughs> Tony's not normal. <laughs> Tony. If Tony, anyone's gonna thrive in the situation, it's yeah. Tony. He didn't, you know, he didn't spar at all. Apparently, according to everyone that I've talked to, his, his camp for, for the Pettis fight yeah. after his surgery. So the guy has knee surgery, like a really complex knee surgery, where his ligament is reattached to his leg, and he has a massive scar. I mean, he's got a 12-inch scar on the side of his leg. Five months later, he's fighting again. He's crazy. That's nuts. That's nuts. And didn't do any sparring. Just just rehabbed everything, got himself in shape. He looked pretty good. He looked fucking fantastic. He got wobbled in that fight. Of course he did. He's fighting Pettis. Pettis is a master <clears throat> striker. Pettis knocked out Wonder Boy with a Superman punch. 100%. Yeah. I don't know if he can take those same hits the way Gaethje hits. It's a though. good question. Gaethje, you know, Gaethje comes after you, man. He comes out, and he's got phenomenal leg kicks. His leg kicks are sensational, and he throws leg kicks from crazy angles too. Like he he'll be like right up tight with you, like right here, and he's chopping at your leg. It's kind of it's, it's amazing. It's interesting how he does it. Like he's not a 
He's not. He doesn't have a Muay Thai background, which is, is really he crazy. He just learned wrestling. to kick about four years ago. Well, more than that, because I remember in the PFL, he was. I'm just saying, like, he's kicks. not. He has no kickboxing background. Right, right, right. He came from University of Northern Colorado to Grudge Training Center with Trevor Whitman, all of us, and came yeah. in there as a, a pure wrestler with terrible eyesight. He'd always take his glass off and squint, and he's just this fucking monster. <laughs> And then he started teaching the leg kick, and like, holy shit, the guy can leg kick. But it's crazy how good he does it. He's like, amazing at it. His leg kicks are sensational. Like, you would think that he was some Muay Thai champion or something like that. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is what I want. I want to see Tony shoot for a takedown. Mm. I don't know why. I, I know, obviously, Justin Gaethje has phenomenal wrestling. He's so athletic, and he's an All-American at Northern Colorado. Tony's a stud, too. I think he's stud. a Juco champ. So let's someone shoot in on the fucking guy. Well, no one does it. Yeah, no one does it. Well, the, what's interesting about Gaethje is you never see him wrestling. Never. That's what's so crazy. It's like the guy's got this great wrestling pedigree, but he just strikes with everybody and smashes. And, and smashes real strikers like Barboza. He wants to be violent. Yeah. He wants it all violent. It's so nuts. This, this, so this fight's unique. actually not, not that, you know, obviously I want Khabib, Tony. That's the greatest fight in UFC history, I think, at lightweight. It's cursed! It's fucking, dude. It's cursed. such a shame. It, 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 you might be five times? Five times five it's been times. canceled. What, are, what the fuck? I want to see that. That's the fight of the two, the best 155s on the planet. But Gaethje, Tony, I think, will be more entertaining. Are you serious? Because they're so violent. They're so fuck. Think of these two fucking maniacs. There's, this fight can't be boring. It's impossible I to don't be boring. Think it, I think you're right. I don't think it can be boring. However, I said that about Style Bender versus Yoel Romero. I thought well, that was Well, you didn't know Yoel wasn't going to fight. Yeah. I guarantee you Gaethje and Tony are going to fight. Well, I bet my I bottom dollar. I also said that about Ngannou and Derek Lewis. I didn't know Derek, Derek Lewis had fucking back gave out. I didn't know Francis had a blown fucking ACL or whatever it was. Did he? Francis he, had some, a blown He ACL? was injured in that fight. Both of them were injured. I didn't know Francis was injured. I thought he was just, his mind was hesitant. Uh, apparently of both of them had injuries. Fight. Oh, I didn't know that. Bro, that's a fight this weekend. No one's talking. Well, you know it's co-main event now. You know it's co-main. It should be. I, it I should be. They had Greg Hardy and whoever the fuck he's fighting. Above that, oh, I'm like, what are you guys doing? I think that was because it was on ESPN. The other one was on ESPN Plus. I think the idea was that you're going to have Engano and Rosenstrike, which is just it's like the main event for that's, ESPN that's, Plus. That's Disneyland at the end of the night. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> that fight is crazy. Rosenstrike, people better not be sleeping on him, man. No. He's a terrifying man. He's a professional kickboxer. And he takes a tremendous shot. You look at Overeem didn't do nothing to him. No. They, they fought for the entire five rounds. He didn't do nothing to him until Rosenstrike caught him with that bomb. Rosenstrike was going to lose that fight. Till he was going to lose bomb. that. He was going to lose that fight. He was going to lose that fight. Dude, it, I, this oh, is, it's in the prelims still. It's no, still it, on it, ESPN. It, it's co-main event now. I talked to his agent last night. Oh, this is because the uh, Rose Namajunas fight is pulled. Do off. they still have Rose on there? No. Okay, Uriah Hall. Maybe they kept it there then. And Jacare Souza. People were saying. That it was Ryan Hall. Yeah, you guys texted that, and I, I didn't text so, back because well, I thought you guys were joking. Somebody, no, somebody sent me a meme that said Ryan Hall versus Jacare Souza, and I was like, is that real? And Eddie goes, can they even do it in the weight class? And I thought you guys, I was like, uh, they're joking. So I didn't respond to it. I didn't think but it was of course a joke. Ryan I thought, Hall. You, look, Ryan Hall has such a hard time finding opponents. He got a fight, though. Did he? He got a fight. Who? Put that. Put that. Hey, stud. He's fighting a stud. Is he? Um, Ricardo Lamas. Oh, okay. That's a good fight for him. That's a tough That's a fucking fight. fight. Nobody yeah. wants to fight Ryan Hall, man. Exactly. Finally gets returned. Yes. Ricardo Lamas in May. 
Yeah, he's he's so difficult because Hall is so tall and long. But also, and, how dare you guys think he was fighting ground, John, John I, well, I didn't understand it. I thought maybe he just said, fuck it. I have no camp, but I want to fight. I weigh 185. I'd watch the shit that. out of that. Imagine it. I mean, I don't think he's losing 40 pounds in between fights, but he's a tall guy. He's like six feet, isn't he? Yeah, Ryan he's, Hall? yeah he's not. He's not. Yeah. It's not he's short thin. for the division. Yeah, he's he's thin, but I mean, fuck. And he's also, he's a Faraz Sahabi guy, right? Uh, Rahal? Yeah, I'm, pl- I'm pretty sure he's training he, he, at a TriStar. No, he trains down here now. He's at, out of Cali. He has his own gym in uh, Orange County, and he trains at Kenny Florian's. Did he ever train with Sahabi? Why do um, I feel like he was with Zahabi? Maybe he did early on, but he's been out of uh, Cali. Interesting. His so, own school and then Kenny's. What is his, uh, what's his camp? Like, who's putting together the camp? Like, I, I'm not, I don't know whose head guy is. Alexander Hernandez comes back. That's a great fight. I, I don't know. Dude, I, I, don't, I don't think people the realize the, the fucking... Depth. Dude, Francis Ngannou versus Rosenstruck is insane. <laughs> that's gonna be amazing. And and if you if you Ooh, just people Marlon don't, Vieira and Ray Borg, that's a ridiculous good fight, fight. Too. People don't give Francis enough credit. You look at his record, you're like, well, obviously he had his hiccup against Stipe, and then mm-hmm. the Derek Lewis. I don't count. But besides Stipe, dude, the run and the dudes that he's beat, mm-hmm. if he were to become champion, you're talking top five of all time, man. Yeah. You look at his record like, holy shit. If he becomes champion, I mean. Be- knocked out Kane Blasquez, knocked yeah. out JDS, yeah. Alistair Overeem. Yep. Uh, Andre Orlovsky. Yep. I mean, the whole, I mean, the who's who. And the way he knocks him out, that's the thing. It's just the way he knocks him out. But he's getting old. I mean, he's he's getting up there in age. He's like thirty-seven now, I think. Dude, you know something to think about with Khabib, Tony, he? and these guys. Does it say how old he is? He has to be thirty-something. You know, Tony's thirty-six. Is he? And for a lightweight, for a heavyweight, it doesn't matter. For a lightweight, that's a, that's a yeah long in the tooth. It's not going to say it there. They 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 hide that information. <laughs> Well, let me see the main card. What's what's the what's the main card look the like? The card's now? so filthy. Just took that one off. Was it? Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Kadar. Down here on the bottom. What? Down on the bottom of the screen, if you can see that. Oh, okay. Oh, oh the, that's the, the Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Kadar. <sighs> fantastic fight. Dude, how about fucking uh, your boys on there, Nico Price, so Luke. It still <sighs> says Greg Hardy is the co-main, but that's been changed, right? Uh, uh, that's from Vicente what I understand. Luque and Nico Let me text Price. him right now. From what I understand, he's the co-main event. Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Cater, that's a sleeper of the night. I think Calvin Cater is the dark horse of the 145-pound division. That motherfucker is scary. He's a beast. I mean, he uh, he's had, uh, I think he's had two losses inside the octagon. I think, uh, um, God, that's a fucking fight. Hanato Moicano uh, beat him with leg kicks. He He made a real good adjustment and started catching him with leg kicks and won a decision. And then he beat uh, he beat a bunch of guys and lost his Zabit, and he lost his Zabit in a fight where he was he was dominating that fight. third round. Yeah, that, that was, was a toss up. Dominating that third Agreed. round, and I was like, man, if this is a five round fight, I like Cater. Me too, all day. He fucked up Lamas. That was a fight where right away you could see the the difference in the hands. Calvin trains a lot with boxers. He's got vicious hands, like super accurate and really long. Like if you see, if you go to his Instagram, he put up the KO of Lamas. It's very interesting because he ranges him. He ranges him and then he drops these super long punches on him. He's a Boston kid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, but the, it's the, like watch how he sets this up. 
Like he moves his hands, one, two, see the range? Boom! Boom! The length of that. And he's huge for a 45 or two, real yeah, tall boy. and long. Jeez. But the fucking torque in that right hand, he, he, he spins him God. around with the left and then puts the lights out with the right. Look at that. That is fucking picture perfect, man. Picture perfect. Oh, shit. Irish Mickey Ward says, good luck, Calvin. Wow. How about seeing that? Looking down. Six, six, six guns. Gibson. Gibson, yeah. But Jesus that, that one too was sensational. Dude, him versus Stevens is a phenomenal fight. Phenomenal fight. Phenomenal. You look at fight. all the fights, it's like, man, fight of the night, good mm -hmm. luck. I know. Right? Nico Price. I know. Luke. I know. Vicente Luque is an animal. And Nico Price is an animal. Both those guys together, that's a I, I can't believe to that. Go back to what you just had out there, Jamie. The the, the whole full full card. I couldn't. There it is. Mm, I couldn't believe when the UFC card. announced this, some people hated on it. I'm like, you fucking that's negative bitches. Just how it is. That's insane. That's just we're how in the it Corona is. times, and Dana pulled this off. Yeah. This if this the was Corona times. We're in the Corona times, <laughs> dude. If this was a regular pay per view, it'd make yeah. my dick hard. Let alone with Corona. This is amazing. The I'm, Greg Hardy, the Castro. Listen, not not a highly skilled fight. Somebody's going to fucking sleep. Hopefully. But to be co-main event is a little crazy. Well, I was interested that Greg Hardy stepped up and fought Volkan. And didn't look bad. Didn't look bad. Didn't and get annihilated. Didn't get annihilated against one of the best heavyweights in the division. Correct. I mean, Alexander is a really technical oh, fighter. Super stud. And real long. Real tall and long. I mean, look at what he did to Fabricio Verdun. Fabricio Verdun was the UFC heavyweight champion. He fucked him up. And Greg Hardy went the distance with him and did not look bad. And had one hand. Yeah, and he, yeah, broke his hand early in the fight. He's going to get better. He's a stud athlete. The difference between like guys like, first of all, he doesn't have another way, right? He doesn't have a fucking football career anymore. He's no. not going to play pro baseball. This is it. This is it. There's no podcasting. Right. There's, no, there's, there's nothing there. This, this is this, it. And he's got a, a dicey past in terms of the law. Some and, would say the diciest. It's pretty dicey. And then John Jones says, hold my bear. <laughs> <laughs> he's hold, hold my tequila. <laughs> but, but Greg Hardy, he's a fucking elite athlete. He's a guy who knows how to be a professional athlete. And He was all pro, Joe. Yeah. He's legit, man. A superstar. <laughs> But there's a thing about guys like that where from the time they're young, they realize this insane work ethic is how you make it. And they also, they're, they're used to these regimented programs, right? Where a lot of football players, and you can speak on this, they're used to these programs where everybody's doing the same kind of work versus boxers or, or MMA fighters. Yeah, you're on your own. You're on your own, and yeah. sometimes you half-ass it, and sometimes you're not disciplined. You fuck off. You don't go to kickboxing. You decide, I don't want to go to jiu-jitsu today. I want to fuck my girlfriend. That kind of shit doesn't happen in football. Doesn't work that way, especially at, like, University of Colorado, Ohio State. So if you're one of ten linebackers, and you're all doing the exact same thing, you're all fighting for your job every day. Yeah. And if you, for whatever reason, don't do something well, and this guy does, he's probably going to play over you. So yeah. you're like, it's this heightened freaking competition yeah. all the time, man. And it brings the best out of you. It does. Eric Anders was a football player too, right? Yeah. Another Alabama beast. stud. Go watch his fight with Khalil Roundtree. Oh, he looked amazing. And the motherfucker doesn't flinch. Khalil Roundtree was lighting him up, lighting him up. He never flinched. Khalil Roundtree was fucking his legs up in a way very rarely you see. His leg was so fucked up. And he, Khalil was full Muay Thai, light on the front legs, whack, whack. He looked and you're phenomenal. Like, Woo! Dude, when Khalil's on his game, he he displays some of the best Muay Thai you're going to see in the UFC. That that Eric Andrews just, I know you don't watch football, Joe, so he played at Alabama. 
and it was on the national champion team. So that that's like creme de la creme. Doesn't mm. get better than that. That's like wrestling at Ohio State or mm. Oklahoma. Like he's high level football player. Well, he's a stud. That guy is an animal yeah, in I'm terms of like in his ability to endure pain and his in his ability to press forward, and you know, and fights a lot. Takes fights. Take a fight a light heavyweight. Take a fight at one eighty five. He's game. He's game as fuck. And again, that's the thing. It's like these elite athletes, these guys who know what it takes to be a winner. You know, if you, you th- those Greg Hardy guys, Eric Anders guys, and we're going to get more of those. There's going to be more guys like that. Let's see a path. And there's there's more guys like that that don't want to rely on a team. You know, they don't want, like if the team they're on sucks, they don't shine. They they they'd rather kill what they eat. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of guys like that where they'd rather just go out and do it themselves. And MMA is a sport where they can do that. Yeah. So you see a lot of these guys. They start practicing MMA. You know, off season. They train a little bit off season. I wouldn't be surprised if John's brother Arthur gets into MMA. Both of them. Oh, Ch- both I mean, Chandler's Chandler. uh, all pro too, pro baller. But, but both of them. Arthur trains with him a lot, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, ton. Yeah, he's huge. He's such he's a big boy. Huge. So big. If, and he could fight, man. If he decided to start fighting, take on a few pro fights. Uh, I mean, I think John said in interviews, but I remember when John and I were talking, he, uh, I mean, Arthur gives him problems. Oh, yeah. Like, if they wrestle, it's problems. Bro, he's man. huge. And explosive. He's And he's huge. And the nicest guy. The nicest guy, but he's so big. He's the so brothers don't have problems, though, huh? The bro- You don't really hear much about the brothers fucking up. Well, they've both been popped for steroids. Yeah, I mean, that's sports, though. I'm talking about, like, <laughs> hanging out at Albuquerque right, yeah. at 4 in the morning with shooting bombs guns. and fucking shooting guns out of the... Yeah, well, they don't... Well, they do get hit in the head. They get hit in the head football style, which, Big by time. the way, I, I, I got through the Wandry series on... I still haven't watched the Netflix documentary on your boy that looks exactly like you, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> that's why I grew my shit out. <laughs> we look so much like each other. So much is hilarious. <laughs> But God damn, dude, that Wandry uh, podcast series, Warrior. It's so um, good. It's so good. I was gripped. It was one of those, you know, sometimes you get a podcast series like that. Like another one is um, uh, The Dropout about that uh, Elizabeth Holmes chick that robbed everybody with that Theranos company. Oh, that's right. That's another one. Is it good? Holy shit, is it good? I need a good one. There's a few of those where you start them and you're like, what the fuck? Dude, sometimes I'll sit in my car and wait till that episode's done. It's, yes. I'm like so oh, into it. I'm on something right now that I know you're you're you read you, that chaos book, the Charles Manson yes. book. Yes, bro, he's coming in. Who, Tom O'Neill's coming oh, in next week. Shit. Yes, I'm in the middle of that book right now. It's so, so good. Holy shit! Holy Nuts. shit! You look at Manson a little different. You look at the whole thing a little different. Yes. You're like what? Yeah, I don't want to say too much because I, I want Tom to explain. When are you having him on next week? That book's so fucking good, dude. I'm balls deep in that. I've book been ranting right and raving about that book for a grip. <laughs> well, what, well, the things that are absolutely provable that he knows, Charles Manson, the CIA, and the secret history of the '60s, the the things that are absolutely 100% provable, just those things, are mind blowers. Where you're like, whoa. And, but, and it's documented, too. Uh-huh. How the uh. CIA and the yeah. LSD house and, and uh, Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco and yeah. how he was doing wild shit and the CIA would let him go. Yeah. Or how he was out here at that ranch mm-hmm. and the cops never, they people would go, dude, he's doing wild shit. Arrest him. They're like, we're told not to touch him. You're like, what? Yeah. Dude, the they, fuck? They killed the caretaker at that ranch. They didn't find that guy's body until the, se- the late 70s. Yeah, they they did a lot it's of shit. It's one of my shit. favorite books. It's a very good book. Uh, they did a lot of shit 
in the 1970s with drugs and people for experiments yeah. in the 60s and the 70s. And that's how they created the Unabomber, man. T Ted Kaczynski was a part of the Harvard LSD program. Yeah. I watched, did you watch that documentary? The Net? Is uh, that the one you saw? Um, it's on uh, Netflix. Which one is it? I forget, but it's about the Unabomber, and I I didn't know that. I'm like, why is he such? Why was he oh, so is fucked it up? Manhunter. I think so. Yeah, yes, I haven't watched that. It's one. It's so good. No, there's another one. There's another one. Yeah. What's the other one called? Oh, that's what Unabomber in his own words. So it's the first time it, they, he only let one person ever interview him, and oh, it's all the, the tapes from the interview. Oh shit. And um, you know his legal his his defense team goes, listen, dude, you're not going to get the death penalty if you just plead insanity. He goes, F I'm I'm not insane. He goes, do I seem insane to you? He goes, I'm not insane. And so he fired his defense team because they wanted to say he was insane. He goes, I'd rather die than be called insane. He's like, I'm not insane. Whoa. I'm a genius. It's <laughs> like, God damn, dude. He was smart as fuck. Well, he might be too smart because he's actually, look, he's not correct to kill those people. But no. he is correct that technology is eventually going to overcome people. Now, imagine. This is, this is we're going deep down the Eddie Bravo rabbit hole. I love Imagine it. Imagine if you were artificial intelligence and you had decided you wanted to assimilate with people, but you had to convince people. One of the best ways to convince people is to get them addicted to technology. Check done. Right. Everybody's addicted Cell to technology. Phone. Then get them connected through social media apps. Get them connected to technology. I mean. How many times you go to a restaurant? Well, you don't, not right now, not at all. But any time you go out in public before the quarantine, everybody was on their phone. Everybody. Check. Now you throw a virus in there. So now they can't be with people. And then you make it so when they see people, they can't touch them. They can't hug people. They can't shake hands. They have to make distance. So now the only way you can connect with people is through Zoom or FaceTime or technology. All technology. And then and then while we're all quarantined, you're installing 5G towers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you see that? Uh, did you post that where it goes? Yes. <laughs> with that little Duvall? Little Duvall, yeah. He goes, tell me, tell me, because <laughs> you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> you think it's a 5G towers. And why Five countries <laughs> have 5G towers. The rest More of than 100 yeah. countries have coronavirus, yeah. you fucking idiots. It's not Legit 5G. Point. Legit it's point. the best point. The it's best one, point. It's one of those points where you hear, you go, oh, yeah. yeah I saw yeah, Tyrese yeah. posted. He's like, y'all need to look at this 5G. That's what's causing all this and killing kids and coronavirus. I was like, oh, oh, oh so buddy. Dumb. Oh, buddy. So Just make people. Fast and Furious 19. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they probably don't want them on it anymore. Yeah, they probably don't. There's so many fucking people that think that 5G is what's killing people. But it's like there's always going to be that thing where whenever something happens, people look for some nefarious backwoods sort of fucking... I also, I also think, you know, in, the, in this time, it's very easy to get down and depressed. And a lot of people thrive in that. Mm. So they want it to be bad. It's like, God, get out of here, man. Dude, you're right. Get out of here. You're right. You're right. There are people that are like, they're happy. They're the world's thriving. Apart. Yeah. Thriving. I saw some lady write some post about Justin Bieber. She was making fun of Justin Bieber's house. Which, by the way, looks pretty pimp. They were like, it looks, it looks fucking like, dope. Looks, yeah, I know. They're like, it's so disgusting. It looks like Look Sim City. Uh, it looks like a stupid Sim City house. Like. But then she wrote, "Eat the rich." And I'm like, what? I'm like he's a singer. Meanwhile, he's she a, looks. Meanwhile, she looks like an armadillo. Yeah, yeah. I'm Let's sure. eat you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> take your shell off. <laughs> Throw an uh, uh, armadillo on the Barbie. Take, take the shell off. People yeah. are so crazy though, like because they're angry and they're frustrated. Like it's like. Is it his fault that he's a super successful musician that has a crazy dope house? And super talented. Yeah. And also, that house, 
Let me look at your house, bitch. Yeah. Let me look at bitch, the armadillo house. house. That's why she's angry. That's why she's like, I'll yes. eat the rich. Well, she doesn't have a house. I saw one guy post this thing. Me and Count talked to us. He goes, hey, I've, I've heard horrible stories about Ellen. For every bad story you guys share, I'll donate $2 to this, you yeah. know, corona. I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you, man? Do something positive. You think this is positive? Hey, well, on fucking Ellen? People are cooped up and they're filled with anger and they find a target for that anger. They're filled with anxiety and depression and rage and you know so do something to get to be creative man do something to get out of it you know good call yeah but don't hate on the people who are doing it that's yeah. why you're in that position do you see what ellen did this is really really kind of funny she said uh being stuck here in quarantine is like being in prison i haven't changed my clothes in, in days and everyone's gay <laughs> <laughs> it's funny it's funny it's funny <laughs> um, and she got attacked. Do you think this is prison? My grandmother oh my died. God. You're living in a mansion. Oh that kind God. of shit. But I think it's probably partly because that guy came out and said, hey, Ellen is mean. Post your stories about Ellen being mean. Do you see the stories? They're bad they stories. They were so... Not, not, Nothing too bad, man. What was it? She It was like, oh, the, uh, I came on her show, and before I left, she didn't say hi. It's like, oh, okay. Ellen takes down video after jail joke about coronavirus self-quarantine. Oh, wow, she's she's shook. She's shook right now. Go to your roots. You're a comic. Stand by it, man. Well, there's a several other articles written about her being an asshole. Oh, being after mean? That. Yeah, because Listen, people capitalize I've heard on about that. it. I've heard of it. It's, you know, in entertainment, it's all around. But it's like... Don't you also think that she's one of those... Tooth and claw, get to the top. That's why she became Ellen Correct. in the first place, and that makes a lot of enemies. She's A type. She's an A type yeah. personality. It's her show. It's her way of the highway, and it rubs a lot of people wrong. Also, probably maligned most of her life because she was a lesbian. Had to keep it in tight. There's some darkness yeah, in there. There's some darkness in there. Some anger in there. You know. I don't know. But the fucking joke's hilarious. Hilarious That's joke. That's a great joke. Hilarious joke. <laughs> great joke. I like Ellen. Wearing the same clothes and everyone's gay. That's funny. That's funny. Real people funny. Are like, fuck you! Fuck you! Eat the rich! God. Eat the rich. So My favorite, dumb. hating on Justin Bieber. Have you seen that fucking crib? You know what that looks like inside, you fucking morons? You it know how dope cool. that crib is? Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's... The, the saying it's the ugliest house ever. It's so crazy. It's weird looking. Yeah, but when you're Justin Bieber, look at that. Bro, that looks like a, some sort of, you know what that looks like? It, it looks like a museum. Like you would go there and there'd be like a dinosaur in there. Yeah, it, looks like fucking, you, it looks like they open in Jurassic Park. Yeah, something like, it looks about like space. One of those, yeah. That's a dope house. I bet it's all glass. You just walk around butt naked <laughs> with his girl and shit. It looks like a giant salad spinner. Now yeah. you can lease it. Well, no one's going to want to lease it now. Social media users mock this Beverly Hills house, but tweeters got a few things wrong. First of all, you, you, let me see your house. You're mocking this yeah, house. Yeah, po post your house, Post dude. your house, bitch. Post your shitty little apartment in Studio City that God. you're mocking this castle from, this fucking Tony Stark castle. 60 grand a month. Ooh, that's it? <laughs> Dude, that thing is <laughs> fucking sick. Is sick. Look at the inside. So sick. Look at the inside. That's it. That house is dope as fuck. It makes me like him more. Yeah. You know, when I heard Justin Bieber songs, I thought it was sung by a girl. At first, you did? I had no idea. I thought it was a girl song. When someone's young. like, that's Justin Bieber, I'm like, what? Like the yummy song. It's like, all right, dude. Why are you laughing? I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. Bro, I listen to 98% classic rock, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's... I'm that old dude. But your you but your kids are listening to Justin Bieber. 
Um, I don't know if they do. No? Not around me, oh. bro. I shut that shit off. I'll throw it in the hey, tub. Get this shit out of here. Here's some Leonard Skinner. <laughs> what? Yeah, if they work out at the gym, I, I make them listen to fucking Skinner and Zeppelin. But I'm sure they have the stuff they like. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's terrible. Yeah. They I don't even know what kids listen to. My kids sing a lot Lizzo? of Lizzo. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if Lizzo's scared of Corona. She should be. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, She's not she in shape. Be. She should be. Well, a lot of people should be scared, you know? My dad hasn't left this house, but he's also like 63, so I'm like, I get it, Papa. Yeah, my parents got real yeah. spooked. My, my parents got real spooked. They don't, they don't do shit. They're holding up. I think that when the remedy comes out, hopefully, when they figure out what it is, we're all going to relax. But when Fauci was saying that we're not shaking hands anymore, ever, no shaking hands again, ever, like, You're a pussy. come on, bro. I can't. Come on, man. Dude, come on. That's that's why I kind of like that the UFC is doing their thing, and also, it's like this is the, the UFC, the the Dana White and Fertitta's like they're cowboys, man. They take risk. They're cage fighting promoters. There's no safety in that. Do you think that when Francis Ngannou fought Alistair Overeem and knocked him into another dimension, God, do you yeah. think there's any safety in that? No. Where's the safety? But Al Alistair would rather have Corona than eat that uppercut. You know what I'm saying? It's 100%. like 100%. Also, you know, the, I mean, Tony's probably the oldest guy in the card car at 36. Yeah. Look at the odd. If, if Tony, let's say worst case scenario, all the fighters got Corona, look at the odds. They're all going to be just fine. Especially in the shape that they're in, odds are they're going to be fine. If now, Tony Ferguson gets corona, you'll see him the next day running hills. Yes. With a mask on, so he doesn't Correct. give it to other people. Correct. He doesn't give a fuck. Now, as long as those fighters don't go back home and, they, and their grandparents are around, that's where yes. it gets dicey. But that's where it gets I'm assuming dicey. they're not fucking idiots. Yeah, that's where it gets dicey. I just wish there was a way to tell if you had it. Because so many people <clears throat> are asymptomatic, you know, there's a lot of people that didn't feel any symptoms at all, and they found out that they had it, and like, whoa. You know, I wish there was a better way to know if you had it. But but even if there's not, again, you look at the odds, the chances are, and this is why Dana and the guys are going on with the fight, it's like everyone should be fine. Yes. COVID-19 tests expected for fighters, coaches prior to UFC 249. So they're going to test them, and I think what they're doing at the event is going to they're going to temperature test everybody. Temperature testing Again, to play devil's advocate, it's a little tough because, again, some people have and don't show symptoms for yes, two days exactly. or show symptoms at all. Expect to send test kits to fighters and their teams ahead of the event, which is currently rumored to take place at Tai Chi, Tachi? Tachi Palace Tachi Casino Palace. in Lemoore, California. A second round of testing is also expected to take place on site at 249. Testing is one of the strongest measures the promotion can take to ensure that those who attend the event are negative for the coronavirus, which is an incubation period of up to 14 days. It doesn't completely eliminate the possibility of spreading the virus. According to the CDC, it's possible a person in the early stages of infection could test negative on the test recognized by the Public Health Institute. Oh, great. Uh, I got an update on Francis. So, oh, yeah? Uh, they're, they're still finalizing the lineup, but they believe Francis will be co-main event. Oh, it has to be. Okay, Why would yeah. you not? Why would you not? I mean, that's the, uh, but who do they have at the main event on ESPN? The, that's the that's the fucking sweetener. That's the little taste of meth that gets you to buy the pay-per-view. <laughs> I know. Who would you? Let me see the card again. Well, how about Stevens and Cater? When is that? Is it on the main card? It's main card. It should be on the main card. That's my fight. Luke A. Nico Price That's is my fight. That's a great fight. fight, too. The whole fucking card, dude. Yeah, I, I just feel I wish like... it was free, though. Mm. No, they have to make that. They got to make that cheddar. William, WME, you know, like, you got to think. All their touring acts. Musicians, me, 
Okay, I'm WME. Big all, deal for all them. Their, all their touring acts, everything's been canceled. Oh, 420's been moved to October. 420 in Vancouver is moved to October 24th. People October get, 24th. That's moved to. We're going to be getting high October 24th. We're going to get high as fuck in Vancouver, hopefully. Hopefully COVID-2 doesn't come out. So that's uh, that's the main card. And go to the uh, the, the prelims and see who's going to be the. If it's not. Jacare oh, Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall, Jacare. That's it right there. Just move that one up. And then the bottom is Marlon Vera and Ray Borg. Now go to um, Fight Pass prelims. So what they'll do is they'll move up Michael Johnson and uh, Kama Worthy. They'll do do that. That's a great those fight, games too, by are, the way. Yeah, those are great, too. They'll move that to ESPN. Do you know Perfect. I heard? I heard the fighters going to be fine, but I heard the commentator is going to be in super danger of getting corona. So you shouldn't do it, <laughs> and we should do a fight companion. <laughs> well, I selfishly don't want you to do it at all, so we can do I, a great fight companion. I selfishly don't want to do it, too, but I also, uh, I'm very curious about what it's like to see a fight in an arena with no one there. Have you ever been to the Ultimate Fighter? No. I mean, granted, it was in the arena, but no. it's just, it, it just feels it just feels different. Yeah, I'm sure. You, you can literally hear that. Like, like, oh god. I know it's gonna fail. It's gonna sound really weird because I scream a lot too. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be like. Everyone's gonna hear it. Yeah, it's gonna be very strange. They're gonna hear what I think should be done. They're gonna hear like, that might if, help. Yeah, for DC, if DC is gonna be there with me, if someone's <clears throat> wrestling. So you think you're gonna do it? I don't know. I'm thinking a lot. You about still it. don't know, dude. It's next know. Saturday. I have to decide. Well, listen, I said that I would do it if it was going to be in America. I talked to Dana. I said, look, man, you got you do it in America, I'm going to do it. But it's not really in America. It's on an Indian reservation, which means it's not sanctioned by any th- athletic commission. So does it not count? It counts. What's that? It'll be a sanctioned event? Yeah. How? It says that uh, all of their international events, they work together with the uh, Nevada Commission to sanction them. And this the ABC, which is the Association of Boxing Commission Ooh. and Combative Sports, says this will be a sanctioned event. Oh, wow. Oh. They pulled out all the stops. Oh. How, well, how not have uh, imposed <clears throat> sanctions on them. That's interesting. So how do they skirt the California rules for combat sports then? Because it's not, they're technically not on. They're not in, in California. Juris- jurisdiction, right? Right. So they're using the go back, scroll back up again, please. Scroll back to the beginning of the article. Here's something to think about. If any association other... of boxing commission and combat of sports. So the ABC, which is the Association of Boxing and Combat of Sports, released a statement saying that uh, it's taking place on tribal land. Dude, how great is tribal land? They can do anything. They can do whatever they want. It's fantastic. I mean, just during they, these times, they had a a, a rough reason for why the roughest i mean they used to own the whole country when the ufc does international events they regulate themselves using nevada state athletic commission inspectors and this event on sovereign land is no different fantastic sovereign land we have little countries inside our country it's fantastic (laughs) here's what's interesting is uh any other like if bellator world series pfl if they were like Fuck California Commission. We're going to do it on Native American land in California. They would never be allowed to work here again. That that athletic commission would be like, dude, you fucked us over. We're not doing it. But the UFC is such a juggernaut. I don't think California is going to flex on them. And the, and the UFC has a close relationship with California. Well, California Athletic Commission is run by Andy Foster. I'm a big fan of that dude. I like Andy. He's the best. He, with the whole John Jones stuff, yeah. remember all that? Mm-hmm. So he has a pretty tight relationship with the UFC and Dana White. So I don't think it's going to be an issue for them. Well... I don't think so either. It's being sanctioned. Not by the California Athletic Commission, though. Yeah, but... ABC Commission. <laughs> Good enough. It, here's, here's what else is kind of interesting about this is... 
it's great Dana's put it on, he made it happen. But you realize that one of the reasons they're making it happen is there's a little bit of desperation because they have to put on 40 something fights. How many did I how, how many did I say, Jamie? I read this article. It's 42 for the year. They have, to, they, have to, they have to put on 42 fights to get their 750 million bu- bucks from ESPN. They have to do that. How many weeks are left in the year? 38. We get a ton of fights, son. Wait a minute. Bam, bam, bam. They got to put on. So, how many have they done? They've seven. done seven? Seven. 35 to go. 38 weeks left. If you're so a fight they're going to have a fight every week. Back to back to back. And then they're going to go to Fuck Island, right? Isn't it great? Are they read to Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein's Island? Is that true, Jamie? I, my, I, that's the rumors online. I don't know. <laughs> that's so awesome. <laughs> you imagine if they did? <laughs> yeah, I can. We would treat events held on Mystery Islands the same way as well. Mystery Islands. <laughs> we are in a goddamn movie. So the UFC, it, it get, you can sense it, and you know this. I'm not telling anything you don't know. There's a little bit of desperation where they have to put on the fights <sighs> to get that $750 million well, bucks. The ESPN word, goes, fuck you, pay me. Desperation is a word that you could use. Another word is innovation. They had to innovate. They had to figure out how to keep having fights. You know, like they, it's desperate because you know they have they need to do something. WME but needs the money. Everybody needs the money. I mean, the UFC is one of the rare people that WME owns that's not fucked right now in terms of like firing employees. And there was an article written that the UFC fired a bunch of employees. They that's didn't not fire true. Anybody. It's no, not true. William Morris let go some of the agents' employees, but UFC didn't. That's I'd say that's more credit to to Dana than WME. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's both innovation and desperation. Like, dude, we have to get this money. Yeah. We have to get this money. We're going to figure out how to make these fights happen. Well, they canceled three cards, right? Postponed. Postponed. Three cards. They just jam those motherfuckers on Fuck Island. Dude, Fuck Island? The Fry Island? <laughs> they, they don't, no one knows where the island is, though, right? Nope. Dana won't tell anyone. Mm. It's, it's in international waters, right? That's the idea? Yeah, and then all the international mm. fighters are going to fight there. That's so strange. Cruz is fighting. Henry Cejudo, the real king, has already told you that we're fighting May 9th. See you there. P.S. I'll bring bring your other tiny little friend. Oh, God. So, so I, I can, can slap, slap you both, both around. They said that a lot of Brazilian fighters couldn't get visas for the UFC 250. Oh, is that why Aldo's not fighting? Oh. Couldn't get visas uh-huh. to leave Brazil? Because Brazil doesn't want people leaving. Is that the I, idea? I, 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 hey, but also... To be fair, Dominic Cruz versus uh, Henry Sudo is a better fight. It's a very good fight. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Aldo's coming off a loss. Bullshit. It's a loss. Really? I thought he won Jamie, that fight. Yep, that's I fine. That fight. And that's I fine. I thought he won that and fight. You, uh, I don't I know. call that a loss. Well, what's I the record show, bad, though? It does show it on the record, but you I know? thought that was a bad decision. Horrible decision, but it's tough to give him that nod. Not, not if you're the UFC. You go, fuck those oh, judges. God. No, I get it. It's the Wild West, yeah. man. We're fighting on Fuck Island. <laughs> Guy that lost a fight's getting a title shot. We got an intern belt. It's like, what the fuck is interim happening? Intern belts are hilarious, but Tony's been a two-time intern belt champion. They better not take it from him this time. They stole it from him before. Yeah, they did. I mean, he's on the longest winning streak in UFC history. I think. You know what's going to happen? Isn't he? Yeah, is yeah, true? he is in, in in lightweight. Yeah, period. Longest in lightweight, right? Yeah. Well, I think period, though, right? I think all, you think about his record. Yeah, and in terms of, like, years. I mean, he hasn't lost since he got his arm broken in the Michael Johnson fight. Here's something else you got to think about. Tony first and Justin Gaethje going to be complete violence. Tony's probably going to fight for a little while. Khabib has Ramadan in August. So I'm assuming we're going to be back to normal. Khabib's going to want to fight before then. Tony's not going to be ready unless he smokes Justin Gaethje. With, no one smokes Justin Gaethje. So you're going to get... 
Connor Khabib too in between that. In July. Yes. <gasps> Wait a minute, but we're in we're in March. Yeah. April. April. But hold on a second. I'm thinking May, June, July. August Tony is Ramadan. Could, Tony could still fight in July. <sighs> yeah, Connor's, Bro, Connor's, Connor's Connor's chomping at the bit to go. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, but Khabib doesn't want to fight Connor. And the thing is, it's the UFC, all that dude. shit that he went through with Connor talking shit, to Connor's already talking shit. He's already talking shit again. Like it's not like he's gonna stop talking shit. Uh-uh. He's gonna wrap it back up again. So Khabib has to endure all that stuff again until he can get a hold of him one more time. Uh-huh. That's what I think they're gonna do. Mm. I have no. Don't you think Connor has to beat one more person other than Cowboy? Uh, you would think, but <laughs> not again, these days. it's 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 Especially. it's Conor McGregor. He's the biggest. Fam- most famous fighter of all time. Would you not watch Khabib Connor too? Oh, I'd watch it for sure. Especially if it takes place on Fuck Island. Dun, dun, dun. Connor supposedly deleted this. Oh, tweet, yeah, but... I saw that. Anderson's front kick, Ronda's armbar, Hendo's H bomb, Krokop's high kick, John's side kick, the knees over and over again. It's actually the only thing at this stage, Khabib's little mermaid leg wrap thing that he does. Why did he delete that? I don't know. He said way worse. Oh, uh, who knows? He's Connor. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta think you you need a little bit of a layoff. Oh yeah. So so then you know because you're doing this fight, which praise the fight gods we're getting. But Ramadan's in August, so we got Khabib has to fight in between there. Maybe or he just rides it out. He, rides it <clears throat> out. Fights in the December thirty first card. God once. Fights when he knows that there's going to be fights. They'll do it in Vegas. They'll do it at T Mobile. Big deal. Boom boom boom. Fireworks. Yeah. He doesn't fight for money. He doesn't give a shit. He's probably got so much money right now. And he's in Russia, and they, like, yeah. worship him. He drives a Toyota. That's a bummer. You know that? Which, no, toy- which Toyota? The island of Emerald Isle of Ireland. The island is Emerald Isle of Ireland. That's not true. <laughs> silly, silly Connor. He drives a fucking, like, a Toyota Tundra. Those are cool. They're fine, but, I mean, They're that's fine. him. Yeah, the I guy's know. a multi-multi-millionaire and doesn't floss Ten times at all. over, at least. You look at him, he wears, like, sweatsuits and shit. Doesn't have a fancy watch. Doesn't have no fancy sunglasses, shoes. No Nothing. Nothing. What do he does with his money? Just puts in a bag. Buys grizzly bears and shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's the total polar opposite of Connor in that regard. That's why it's fantastic. Yeah, Connor's wearing half a million dollar watches while he's hitting the speed bag. I love Did it. you see that shit? Yeah, I love it. He's hitting the Cobra bag with a, a fucking half a million dollar watch on It's great. You need that. I don't know how much that watch costs, but it looked expensive. Because you got Tony, who's labeled as the crazy guy, right? You got Tony, who's- Labeled? Well- He's just—he's—he's uh, he's a different bird. Let's just put you it that way. You see when Tony had sunglasses on, he's staring down with Khabib, and he's telling Khabib to take your glasses off. Yes. So like, take your sunglasses off. Take your sunglasses off. And Khabib's like, "What?" That's <laughs> 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 so Khabib you're like, This guy is out it's there, like, man. The He's—he's a—he's a brilliant madman. He's like, "What the Tony fuck Ferguson is going on here? I got to deal with this guy. I got to deal with Connor throwing money in my face he's all the fucking time. Weightlifting gloves, and he's got his sleeves rolled it's up. So strange." <laughs> It's so strange. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you, if, if Justin were able to pull this off, Justin Gaethje Khabib is a fucking fight, man. Oh, my God. Because Justin can wrestle. Yes. Yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal fight. He can wrestle, and he's super dangerous standing up, and it's really hard to take him down. If he doesn't want to get taken down, it's a real hard go, and he throws everything into those punches. And he's he's wild but calculated. You know, Gaethje. Yeah, yeah. He got he came on Food Truck Diary, and we actually got into it. And I love when guys 
address stuff because you know, I've known Gaethje for a long, long time. And I always said he's he's pretty he just throws caution to the wind and goes fucking he's he just brawls. He's like, dude, you keep saying that, man. People keep telling me that. He's like, it's calculated. You gotta go back and watch the tape. Mm. Like he got mad. That's interesting. Yeah, he's got he goes, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm like, all right, dog. Telling you. Well, he he does know what he's doing, but it is very risky. It's both. I think he's calculated in that he's he's realizing there's a high risk, high reward thing. So he calculates that that's worth it. Whereas a lot of people calculate, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not fighting that way. His his style of fighting, you know, that's not a long career. He's no. looking at no. And this, that's one of the reasons I think he took this fight, yeah. and you know, like Chuck Liddell, perfect example, a real similar style in a lot of ways. Sprawling brawl, just fucking throw caution to the wind and let the hammers fly. I mean, that style doesn't get you. I mean, we all see how Chuck went at the end. The end, he couldn't take a shot anymore. You can't do it this day and age in the UFC. You guys are too good. Yeah, you guys are way too good. Yeah, can you like Stylebender wouldn't have beat Yoel Romero if he threw caution to the wind. You right. got knocked the fuck out. Right, right. And you guys are too talented. Anyway. Guys yeah. are too talented these days. Yeah, I think so too. I think, but but the way Justin does is not totally caution to the wind. He no. just takes risks, a lot of risks, but. With it, you get the rewards like the Edson Barboza knockout. I mean, he got in Barboza's face. He did. He broke Barboza. Smashed him. James Vick, too. Smash. The way he does it to guys, too. <clears throat> but but then think about the, the highest level guys that he's fought. You look at Dustin Poirier. Mm -hmm. You look at his fight with Eddie Alvarez. Mm -hmm. He lost. What What is his full record? Like, who, who are his, his big His victories? best wins, uh, Don Cerrone and Edson Barboza. Hmm. And then his, his the the time he fought, you know, who I think is a top three, top four guy, Dustin Poirier, he lost. Right. Eddie Alvarez at the time, monster. Right. He lost. Yeah. And then the World Series of Fighting stuff, it's just not it's the hard, UFC. Yeah, it's hard to take those. But I feel like, yeah, those two fights in a row that he lost. But I feel like when you look at his his style in the Vic and Barboza fights and the Cerrone fight, I think he's gotten better. I, I think see, those I don't losses, think you're beating those top boys. Like, you ain't beating Khabib fighting like that, I don't think. Oh, who knows, man? I mean, we don't know. Right? I don't know, but the, the, I would say the odds are in my favor when I say that. Interesting. Now, can can Justin Gaethje beat anybody in the world? Yes. But the odds are, with that fighting style going against Khabib or Tony, for that matter, it's tough, man. Right, but you've got to give him an advantage striking versus Oh, he Khabib. hits harder than all of them. Right. 100%. But, but then We're not Khabib, play that Khabib wants to take him down, right? Do you think Khabib's going to be able to take him down easily? Easily, you think? Yeah, I, you know, talking to some guys, I, I know Khabib would go against, you know, like Penn State, like Ed Ruth, who's mm -hmm. whatever, four-time All-American, I think three-time national champion. He, he has like a fucking statue at Penn State. I know he wrestled with him, and it does not go well. For him? For Ed Ruth. Really? Really? I know guys come in and get fucking mauled up by Khabib. World-class wrestlers, way heavier than him. Fucks him up. Really? Guys we know. That good? That good. God damn. Talk to DC about it. Oh, yeah, I have. I have, but I want to hear it from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a monster, man. Yeah. You, when, when, when you hear someone like Josh Thompson or you hear these guys tell the stories about Khabib, you're like, I, I don't know if he'll ever lose. He's that good? And they get, dude, we've never seen him lose a round in practice. Well, he lost one round ever in a fight, and that was round three against Connor, where it looked like he was kind of taking the round off. Yeah. You know, but I mean, that's what guys do when they want a final push to finish a guy. And then you wound up finishing him the next round.
I, I think that rematch is it, again. I I don't can Connor beat him? I don't know, but I think if Connor's focus has a full camp, I think that fight does go a little different. I I do give Connor a better chance. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you never know. Who knows? It's fun. It's so. It's the funnest. Yeah, it is fun. It's the best. There's no basketball. Basketball can't perform right now. Well, the thing about the difference between basketball and everything else and, and MMA is in MMA, there's two guys that are fighting, and then there's one referee. Those are the ones in contact with each other. With basketball, everyone's fucking on top of everybody. Five on and, five. Yeah, you got the bench, the coaches. Shooting yeah. and, in each other's faces. And football, same thing, colliding on Fo- top of each Football's going to be – they're not going to miss a beat. You don't think so? Nope. Well, didn't – didn't Gavin, our uh, governor, say something about football not coming back? He doesn't count. When you talk really? to, he doesn't count. When you talk to like Trump and you hear some of these other people talk, like Trump told the NFL, the commissioners, like, well, I'm planning for end the NFL season to not skip a beat. Dude, you want to see people piss in America? Fuck with football. Mm. Fuck with LSU football or Georgia football, college football. See what happens. You think things are bad now? Fuck yeah. with the college football. You know, this is a weird time, too, because it's right before the election. You know, election comes in November. Like, imagine if this had this shit was going on right now, and the election was like next week. God, can you imagine chaos? Your boy Bernie dropped out. Yep, it's a wrap. Biden ain't beating Trump. Nope. That's your best. That's the guy. It shows you how crazy the system is. That they wanted him. That they wanted Biden to 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 be their guy. That they don't. They can't admit that he's in cognitive decline. I mean, it's I, very strange. Listen, I fuck up all the time. I speak for a living. I fuck up all the time. But Biden? But he, Biden? No. He fucks up, man. You're a politician. I fuck up all the time, too. But we're also talking live for hours and hours and hours at a time. If I had a prepared thing that I was doing. Like my stand-up. Yeah. I don't fuck right. up in. Would, you would be sharp as fuck if you yes. were having one of those conversations. Where they're asking you. Look, if someone wants to ask me questions about things that I understand, like MMA or like comedy, like if you want to ask me questions about things that I think about and talk about all the time. You have your black belt in both Yeah, those. I could yeah. talk to you and really clearly about those things and make a lot of sense. He can't do that about politics, and he's been a politician forever. And that's your shit. He's, he's, an, you know, he's a guy who's suffering. He's in decline, and they're going to try to wail him out. And whoever his VP is, whether it's Kamala Harris or Michelle Obama. Maybe whoever it is, but that's who you're voting for. You yeah. know, he's. I mean, it's sort of like, sort of like when Dick Cheney was basically running the country yep. while George Bush was the president. Yeah, you know, I don't know. We'll see. There's no way he beats Trump. He doesn't beat Trump. Not a chance. No, not a chance. Especially because of the timing of this. Right now, we're in the shit. Right, we're in the April shit. This is the worst time of the corona. A lot of people are dying. There's a slight drop-off in New York. People dying less today than yesterday. Slight drop-off yesterday from the day before. So things are looking pretty good. California, it's going to be. Yeah, California is looking very good, right? Yeah, we're crushing it, huh? California is looking very good. So, and then... Where's that? Oh, here it is. And so, and then you go June, July, August. Hopefully everything's up and running again. Economy starts coming back on track. Trump makes a, a couple of great speeches. Biden is more in decline. It's not going to get better. No, those two face off. Trump's going to light him up like a Comedy Central roast. He's already dismissing him. Yeah, he's already like sleepy Biden. He's like, but he's saying like someone said Biden said this. He goes, he did. First of all, he didn't write that. It was a Democratic operative. He probably doesn't even know what it says. He's going to destroy him. He's going to kill him, man. I mean, it's such an easy target. It's like Mike Tyson versus a three-year-old. It's true. It really is. 
It's 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 a terrible fight. I thought Bernie had a legit chance. Bernie man. had a legit chance. He had a legit chance because there's a lot of people that are in the middle that are, you know, a lot of people that are casually acquainted with politics that would listen to his message of doing good for the working class people. I think you helped out with the that. poor people. I, I, I think I you, you made him human. When he was on here, I was like, oh, I like that guy. Would you have Biden up? No. Really? No. Oh man, what no. if he was like this awesome dude? Well, I'm he's sure just he's really nervous guy. on stage, and he comes here and just <laughs> drops knowledge. No, he never was like that. That's the thing. If you go back and listen to him from when he was younger, he was whip smart, very smart guy, very articulate, sure. very clear. I'm sure, all those very clear talker. Yeah. This is this is a sign of decline. It's it is what it is. You wouldn't have and, him on an open I'm conversation. Done with, I'm done with all that shit. That that Bernie Sanders thing was such a bummer. Why? Because they turned all the stuff that I did in stand up and like the things that I've said drunk and stoned on, on a you. podcast and put it in quotes <clears throat> as if I'm a homophobe or a transphobe or a racist or they just lied to make it look like Bernie was supporting some right wing person. When meanwhile I'm left wing and I've yeah. never I've never been right wing in my life. But the also whole, those people don't matter. But it didn't matter as much as it, it made me feel like this is a dirty business. Like, I don't want to be a part of your dirty business. It's the business. dirtiest business. It's, they're, it's, it's, they're trying to change people's opinions with deception. It's not like they're trying to tell you how good their guy is. They're using deception. Yeah. They're using fuckery. It's sleazy. It's sleazy. It's a sleazy business. It's not a meritocracy. After Bernie came on, did other politicians reach out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. A lot. Yeah, and they denied it too. I got emails. Can't I'll release say. the emails, yeah, bitch. Who wants no, them? No, a lot of them. A lot I of bet. them reached out. Well, they reached out to the publicist, but I'm not interested in. Look, I'm only interested in interviewing people that I thought were interesting, that I was interested in, like Andrew Yang. Interested in that guy. I like him too. I like him. Smart I, guy. I love Tulsi Gabbard. I just think she's. I like her too. You know, she's so dangerous to those people that they they. Just they wouldn't want. They were trying changing the rules to keep her from debating. Fuck. After she sank Kamala Harris, they're like, "This lady's too dangerous." Kamala Harris pretty hot. You like her? Not bad. What's going on in your house? I don't know, dude. <laughs> this quarantine's making me weird. <laughs> What's going on in your house? <laughs> People get crazy to this fucking lockdown, man. I don't know, man. I'm using it as like a exercise camp. I've been working out a lot. I've been I work a lot out of things. two, three times a day. Really? That's yeah, great. Yeah, man. I ride my yeah. bike. I go, you know, eight, ten miles on that mountain bike. Dude, we, we went in a, at on it. We ran out of kettlebell so quick. Everybody ran out of kettlebells. For at-home workouts, yeah, right? man. Everybody wants a kettlebell. Because you can get an amazing workout in with one kettlebell. You sit it in the corner of your house, you know, put a it. Great workout. Fuck yeah. Dude, I remember when I got that. I'm not hating on Peloton. When I got Peloton, you're like, dude, that thing's for bitches. I was like, no. I'm on there every day. Every day. Sometimes two, three times a day. I'm like, dude, I'm thick as fuck. And I got a real bike. Oh, it's not. It's nowhere near the same. It's a lot harder when you're running up. So especially much harder. Going up hills and shit. Oh, my God. You're doing trails? Trails. Yeah, trail biking. Right behind my house on like legit trails. The thing that bugs me, though, is you look like you're running away to a mountain lion. Mountain lions have gone after bikers before. I know. I, I thought I thought of you two days ago. I was on the trail. It was at seven a.m. I was the first one there, so you can just see the fresh mud. I see these huge paw prints, Ooh. and I was like, God. I remember you going, "Dude, you don't have a knife or anything." And I have this fanny pack that I ride with, keep all my stuff, and I'm like, I, and I look down, I'm like I have nothing. I have a knife from this co company called Half uh, Half Face Blades, and uh, the the and what is it like when you take a bunch of letters like A B C. 
what is it called when you when you just say ABC? You know, the American Boxing Commission. Abbreviation. Just an abbreviation. Yeah. Uh, it's S H P O S. That's the name of the the knife. It's a subhuman piece of shit. Oh damn! So it's <laughs> it's it's God a knife that's made. It's like a, a spike. Like it's it's shaped like if you really wanted if you were in combat it's got a loop for your thumb so if you really wanted if you're oh, being damn. attacked by a cat I've thought this Do out. You have another man. one? Yeah, I have another one. I yeah. have four of them. Oh, I'll give you one of them. Please. You want one? I have okay. nothing. Do you have okay. it here? No, I don't have it here, but I'll get you yeah, one. Yeah, please do. Yeah, half I was so scared of this shit. They're, it's an, it's a, a Navy SEAL run company too. Oh hell yeah! But this is the it's it's perfect. I keep it on my. I have a neoprene fanny pack that I run in. My cell phone sits in here. And I have that motherfucker right That's there. what I'm going to do from now on. I used to, I was running with earpods on and listening to music, but the problem is I run with the dog all the time. I want to be able to hear him. And then also... Uh, rattlesnakes. Yes. Do you see the yes. picture I posted of this rattlesnake? Oh my God, dude. I, oh, I, I was on the trail. I sent it to you. Yes. I was like, dude, look at this fucking rattlesnake. That was a dragon. A straight up dragon. <laughs> and I, I have nothing. It was so thick. So the thick. The thing is, like, you're not fighting a rattlesnake with a knife. You know what I mean? Look at, the, look at that Is fucker. That no. That was someone, someone sent that to me. It's on his uh, Instagram. It's, it's right there. there. That's it that right fucking there. thing, dude. Look at the, look at the size of this fucker. Yeah. yeah, that's a big snake, man. Look how thick he is. Ugh. And I was like, oh, Ugh. look at Theo. That's a serpent, brother. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid. Tim Dillon, that's my agent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love Tim. <sighs> Fucking snake. I didn't man. see that comment. That's oh so fucking God. funny. Dude, that, so uh, again, I, I usually run with headphones on, and that day I was running, I was on my bike. And I just I took one out for whatever reason I'm running, and I I hear something, and I look down I see I'm like holy, fuck! And I'm not scared of a lot, but I'm scared of snakes, man. Oh. I really am. You should be scared of rattlesnakes because if they get you, it's a mess. Well, I'm usually with my son. Mm. Imagine your kid gets bit by a <sighs> fucking rattlesnake. I think about it all the time. Mm. I was looking at a house once, and there was a rattlesnake right in the front yard. Oh, that's a bad sign. I killed it. Did you? I stomped on its head. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because I was like, first of all, it's these people's house. You know, even if I don't buy this house. And if they have kids or yeah, dogs. They like did have a kid. Oh, dude. Yeah. You have to. But it, my wife was like, that's a bad sign. She's right. Yeah. Horrible sign. Yeah. But with that, I'm like, and I wanted to go that way. I was going back home downhill. I'm like, dude, please don't make me go back around six miles uphill. It's such a nightmare. Mm. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking run by it. And I just had this vision in my head of him fucking leashing out if I like made a quick movement so I was like oh, I'm gonna get some rocks so I'm throwing rocks at him this thing didn't give a fuck dude it was hitting him in the head and he's just staring at me and went he's pretty gangster I'm gonna go back the long way I went the long way dude I was so scared man you should be you get bit by a rattlesnake it is a real nightmare I'm in the middle of nowhere I'd be so fucked it causes a necrosis all around the injury like your, your <sighs> tissue rots away there's some horrible Websites that will show you what it looks like when someone gets bit by a rattlesnake, and then they have to have multiple, multiple surgeries, skin grafts, all the sh all the tissue around the injury dies. This one guy got bit on his arm, and I th I want to say it took him like 13 surgeries to get back the use of his arm. But I mean, over years, it was like a huge, like huge rotting hole where the bite was, where you could see the bone, and they. Ugh, and then ugh. the mountain lion, I'm thinking. Because I, I saw the big print. I'm like, that's a big fucking cat, man. How big was it? Uh, like dude. a hand? 
a little small in my hand. They're big and they're out there. Yeah, There's a like, lot of them, man. There's a lot of them. If they're hungry. Try finding deer these days. <clears throat> when was the last time you saw a deer? Couldn't tell you. Especially Very around our rare. parts. Yeah. Couldn't there, tell you. There should be deer everywhere. If there's a deer and a, there's a buck and a doe and then there's a there's a bunch of other does, there should be deer everywhere. It should be like Pennsylvania where you're like you can't drive at night for you're worried about hitting them. But Pennsylvania doesn't have any mountain lions. We got a fuckload of cats and we have bobcats too. We have coyotes. I'll fuck a bobcat up, but you think you would? I, I don't. But think... if you had a forty pound cat trying to kill you, you'd be freaked out. Oh, for sure. The I mean, thing I'd about a mount... stupid face. Thing about a bike, mountain lion yeah. killing you is like it might be able to kill you, but I want to have something where I'm gonna plunge it into his fucking eyeball. Give me that knife, dude. Yeah. Please. It's like a spike. I thought of you. You right see away. his website? Go to the Half Face Blades website. And I thought of you it's... coming on the show, being like, "You guys, you and Brian, sad." And Eddie's there, and I'm gone. My seat's oh, open. No. And you being like, I fucking told him. I fucking Dude, told him. If you got killed by a mountain lion, I would become oh. the mountain lion punisher. <laughs> I would set food out. I'd set food out there and wear a fucking ghillie suit and be hiding in the bushes. That's what it looks like. Fuck yeah. Yeah, but they, the, it's wrapped with, uh, it's not a metal handle, it's wrapped with paracord. So, let's see if there's an image of it with the paracord. Yeah, well, either, either way. I'm shoving that thing into some mountain lion's eyeball. It's so stressful. Yeah, I stopped taking my son on that path. We go on a much smaller one now. Yeah, man. There's a lot of wildlife out there, but at least we don't have grizzly bears. You know? At least we don't have... Uh... God, <laughs> man. I'm just so scared now. <laughs> you should be scared. You should be packing heat. I got to do something. And I, I go I go deep, man. I mm -hmm. go down the mountain on my bike. That's a good one, too. A spike. Oh, that thing's sick. Yeah. But I want to be able to cut, too, not just puncture. Oh, just fucking... Gah, 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 yeah. Gah. Yeah. The subhuman piece of shit's my knife. That's what I... I've, I've thought it through. <laughs> but uh, but your dog hasn't encountered any snakes or anything? No. No, he hasn't. But my other dogs had. My... Uh, Frank Sinatra, my pit bull. Great name. When he was alive, he had been bitten three different times by rattlesnakes. On, on the never on the nose. Yeah, on his face. That's when they died, though, right? He that, was good. That dog was a tank. He'd be so crazy. His, his face swole up like a balloon. I had to bring him in. Have you seen the? They, they, I saw some research. They're saying is rattlesnakes are aware that the rattle gives them away, and people are killing them, so they're not rattling as much anymore. Oh Jesus! That's Christ. the new study they found out. So they're evolving. They're evolving, realizing the rattles give them away to humans, so and they get killed. So oh, they, wow. they got smarter, and they're not rattling as much. Jesus Christ! That's so I see that terrifying. big snake. I go the other way. I see an old man walking down. I go, dude. There's the biggest rattlesnake you've ever seen about 500 yards away. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He goes, I have to go this way. My wife and kid are down there, I don't, and they're coming up. He goes, can you show me where? I go, sure. I walk down there. I go, he's right. He's not there. And then behind us, we're here. Dude, so oh scary. God. I was running with my dogs once. We were going down this hill on this trail, and I ran over this stick, and as I'm in the air over the stick, I realize it's a rattlesnake. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a big one, like as thick as my forearm. I'm <sighs> like, holy fuck, that was the biggest snake I've ever Did seen. Did he do anything? Nope, just laid there. And then I started throwing rocks at him, and I was screaming at my dogs to back up. Jesus and he, Christ. And I threw rocks at him, and he got off the trail, and he slithered into the, the bushes. It's so scary. That was when a you long time him. ago. That was more than 10 years ago. But I remember while it was happening, I was like, whoa. I was like, that is a big fucking thing. Fat, thick around. Like an old one. And you're not going to do shit. Like if it bites you, it's not like there's going to be this tussle. No. 
No. No. If it bites you, you're <laughs> fucked. He's fucking out. Yeah, you're fucked. And it's so bad. You don't suck the poison out or cut it or any of that stuff that people say. You wet it with a cold, damp cloth, and you get to a doctor as quick as you what can. What about tourniquet? I don't think so. I don't think you're supposed to do that. I don't. Th I think that's all bullshit. I think what it does is it digests the meat. See what a what a rat what rattlesnake venom does is like when it stabs a, a rabbit or some shit. It's it doesn't have like it's it's not an animal that digests things the way that we do. And I think one of the things it does is the poison helps digest the meat because their poison doesn't just like kill the thing and paralyze the thing, but it also breaks down the tissue. So then when it's eating it, it's like the necrosis of the tissue. Might have made all that up. No, it sounds sounds legit. <clears throat> Did you hear that? There's that rapper. I think Mike, Mike, not Mike Stud, Mike Posner. So he was running from California oh, yeah, to Florida. Right? In, in Colorado, I, I think, I forget where he's at. He got bit by a baby rattlesnake, which is more dangerous because babies don't know how to control their venom. The big ones do. Babies are just like, ah, oh, fuck it. And they release all their venom. So it's supposed to be more dangerous to get bit by a baby. I heard that's a myth. I might have made that up. No, I don't think you did make yeah. it up because I heard it before, but then I remember reading that baby rattlesnakes are no more deadly than regular rattlesnakes. Really? I know Mike Posner was fucked up. Yeah. Because he'd do a rap in every city, and then he mm -hmm. was like doing a rap from his hospital bed. Fucked Whoa. up. He was, he was, it ruined his shit. He was stuck in there for weeks. Weeks? Yeah, because the baby rattler really fucked him up. Mm. Well, my dogs got fucked up three different times. My female, she got fucked up once, and uh, my male got fucked up three times. So three different times I had to bring them in. One time they both got fucked up. But they're fine. Yeah, but they had to get anti-venom, and, it, and it's it's expensive. Yeah, it's expensive. It's several thousand dollars for the anti-venom. So think if you're about poor, think about yeah. milking the snake. Yeah, I mean, of course it's expensive. You got f some fucking dude milking the snakes venom. You know you can get immune to that <clears throat> shit. Guys, they milk snakes and then they give themselves like a little bit at a time, and eventually they get immune to it. Isn't that nuts? Pretty nuts. Yeah, like those snake handler dudes. Fuck. You ever seen them, those dudes who handle snakes in uh, in church services? Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, man! What the fuck? That's some old school fire and brimstone shit, man. I've, Handling snakes. Have you seen that evil uh, priest? He has like this real evil eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, him yeah. and his boys. Yeah. I'm gonna blow COVID a race. Yeah, that's that same guy that uh, he got interviewed by some woman. She was asking him, do you think that poor people are demons? I never said that. He's so scary. I never said that. He's all. And then he tries smiling. He can tell he wants to hit a bitch. Yeah. Oh, He's all, oh, fucking. Hits a what is his name again? Copeland. Kenneth Copeland. Is that it? Yeah. God, he's a scary he's dude. He's a scary dude. And he got a lot of money. Tons of it. Flies yeah. private and shit. Oh, he's got his own jets. But now he can't have a crowd, so it's just him and his boys. And they all, they're all, praise you, blow it away, yeah, blow it away. Yeah, no crowd, yeah, it's which great. is really weird. He's doing this show with no crowd. I think he bought his jet from Tyler Perry. Hell he bought yeah. Tyler Perry's jet. Fucking right he did. <laughs> you know what's weird is WrestleMania did it with no crowd. Yeah. If you thought wrestling was weird before, try and watch it with no crowd. So strange. It's so weird. Things with no crowd, like... <clears throat> People that are doing stand-up with no crowd need to stop doing stand-up with no crowd. Please stop doing it. Stop doing that. We got our text that we send videos of people doing stand-up without the crowd. It's tough, man. <laughs> well, not only that, but the people that are doing stand-up without the crowd, they're not good at it to begin with. They're not good at it with a crowd. So then they do it with no crowd, and like, oh my God, this is a disaster. It's such a, it's the biggest disaster. Yeah. doesn't work.
Oh my god, it's so tough to watch on stage with no crowd and them just yeah. like their punchline. It's just like, oh fuck. Dude. I know people are talking about doing Zoom stand up. Get, like, get the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. I'm gonna wait this out. I mean, is that what really it's gonna come down to? Can't if they can do that with snake venom? Can't they do that with the fucking corona? Just we'll give figure me a it little out. bit. I'm so, I'm so optimistic about things. I got a show end of June in Spokane, Washington. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. At a club out there. Gangster. Yeah. You think it's gonna be open by then? Washington they, had a lot of deaths. But now they're the best because they've gone through it. Oh, so now it's it's way down there. That's interesting. Washington, California's kicking ass. Mm. But Washington's kicking more ass than California because they fucking peaked. What's early. the Jamie, what's the latest when California is gonna open up? See if it says that. It's interesting. Los Angeles County tried to have uh, gun stores shut down, saying that they're not essential, and they put the kibosh on that with the quickness. Son. Hell no. Quickness. Dude, you're you're a shooter now. I'm a shooter now. That was fun. Did you huh? like it? That was fun as fuck. It was a good time, right? That was fun. fun. It's good to know. It's good to know how to shoot accurately and yeah, because I have my guns at home, but I can't. I, I mean, I've only shot it once, and it was just you know some bullshit. Not like yeah. with legit trainers yes. and coaches. Yeah, and it's great, right? So fun. You get good at it. I'm gonna go back out there because you go. got to shoot the cool gun, right? Did you or no? Yeah, Callan did. I have, I've shot it. You shot it before, yeah. but that day you have to get going. Yeah, I left shortly after you. Callan stayed. Yeah. No, it's um, it's a good thing to learn. It's a good thing to learn to learn how to handle a gun, to learn how to use it correctly, learn all the safety procedures, but learn how to do it accurately, use the proper technique. It's like everything else, like martial arts or everything. You know, you, you need to know how to do it right. You get familiar with it. Yeah, makes a big difference, man. You know, and uh, doing it at Terran Tactical, where they trained Keanu Reeves for John Wick, and Halle Berry trained there for John Wick Three, and. You know, he trains a bunch of people for movies. He's the real deal. Yes. Yeah. It's nice guy too. A lot of cops there too. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of people practicing that need it for the line of duty. Yeah, it was interesting. He was saying he has a, a lot of special forces guys there, and I was like, "Oh, do they just kill this?" He goes, "It's not really their thing." He goes, "A yeah. lot of them come and they, they they don't they don't do great because that's not it's yeah. just not what they practice at." He goes, "Once they get it down, yeah, they're monsters, but at first, no." Yeah, their thing is killing bad guys yes. the thing is not hitting metal targets but no yeah they're you know they the training training with a gun it's like training with everything else you know it's like the more you do it the better you get at it it's that simple it's just most people don't get the opportunity to do what we did to train with a guy like taryn and learn correctly learn how to do it from a, a real master like that a guy who's won you know countless competitions yeah he's fast with it it's a weird thing right to be able to be really good at shooting something. How about I go, can you imagine, sh I, I was telling you and Brian, I go, can you imagine shooting a human like this? You go, sure can, sure can. Imagine if someone broke in your house, Brendan. I was like, yeah. oh yeah, no doubt. You could, yeah. yeah, you could. Yeah, we're. that's one of the weird things. There were so many people that I know that are real anti-gun that got guns. When this whole thing went down, a buddy of mine, I don't want to say his name, but his wife was like, you can never have a gun in this house. He's like, okay, okay. Soon as this shit went down, she's like, we need to get a gun. Get a gun. Immediately. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately. Damn right. Full get a change. Gun. Anthony Smith fights home intruder, man charged with criminal trespass. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Apparently the guy was tough, too. Like, Smith and said. And smaller than him. He said the guy was like 170 pounds. And the guy took everything he could throw at him. Maybe which he's is, on meth. He said, no normal human being is, is able to fight like that. He said, I am by no means the baddest dude on the planet. Listen, he's top 100. Oh, damn. Out of all the humans on the planet, Anthony Smith is one of the top 100 baddest motherfuckers Straight that's walking up. the earth. 
but he's a regular Joe, and I had a hard time dealing with him, and he took everything I gave him, every punch, every knee, every elbow. He took every single one of them and kept fighting me. At one point, Smith said his mother-in-law brought him a kitchen <laughs> knife, which she held to Haberman, who continued to fight him. Why didn't he just choke him unconscious? That's a legit point. Why wouldn't you just choke the fuck out of him? Yeah, I just... Haberman said, hey, I'm sorry, as he walked by after things calmed down. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I tried to kill you. He said there was blood over the computer, and Haberman was cut and had swelling on his face. Yeah. Did he? But he didn't land anything on Anthony. Anthony just beat the shit on this of guy course. took it. But the guy took it. The fact that the guy only weighed 170 pounds, and it says Smith fights at 205 pounds. He's walking around 230. Oh, easy. yeah. He's and a he's big smashing kid. this dude that's you know a legit 60 pounds lighter than him, which is crazy. He said he experienced a wide range of emotions afterwards. I like Smith a lot. He's a very intelligent dude. Have you heard him as an analyst? Yes, he's, he's really. He has a future in that. Uh, he's got a future in. He's got a future in fighting too. I want to, you know, I mean, I think after he fought John Jones, he got the rub and he looked fantastic in he the next great. fight with Gustafson. If you remember that fight, he could have easily won that fight with that DQ. He remember that. I think John hit him, and they go, "Do you want do you want to continue fighting, or do you want to come?" And he but goes, "Do you hit him with a low knee?" Or I, a, I, for, a I knee forget. When he was down? But you remember that? Yeah, it was a knee when he was down, and he goes, "You want to stop the fight?" And he would have won the fight, and he goes, "That's not my style." He goes, "Continue the fight." That's interesting. I don't remember that, but yeah. I do. I'm, I remember it vaguely. He's a badass man. He is. He's a very very smart guy. What do you? If if you're gonna act out and make the news, now's the time. Because, like, with John, like, yeah, it was like, what, dude, we're trying to not die. We don't give a fuck yeah. what John's doing. There's a little bit of that, right? But there's also like, a we know bit about John. being angry. We know about John. Yeah, but the world doesn't, you think? No. Yeah. But, like, but like, even with Kobe's death, like, have you heard anyone talk like that? You, before this came, that was it was so heavy with Kobe. Right. No one's really even mentioned it. Well, because so we're many, so focused on yeah. beating this fucking virus. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, uh... I'm curious to see when all is said and done, how many more people die of the flu than of dying of uh, COVID. Yes. Because it's going to be higher. The flu of numbers course. are going to be higher. It's. I mean, imagine if we just do this every time there's a a, a a flu. There's a shutdown. Don't you don't you think at some point with society we're going to get to a point where people are sick of being quarantined and they're going to look at the numbers and go, okay. These are the odds of me getting it and the odds of me surviving it. I'm not I'm not going to live my life like this, man. Yeah, you shouldn't because the odds of you, you know, dying from driving in the same way. I mean, the the other thing is when people leave the house, they're going you're you're putting people at danger. Okay, do you drive? Well, you're putting people at danger. You know how many people die every year? 30,000 people die every year from motor vehicle accidents in the United States. Well, think least. about think how many lives have been saved because of the quarantine of because of no car crashes. That's a good point. A ton. Except, have you noticed how people are driving like fucking idiots? Oh, I drive 170 miles an hour. <laughs> Everywhere. I drive like I robbed the bank, and it's out of... The other day I went, I got to calm down. Dude, so... I spun my car out, getting on the 405. I'm like, did you I gotta, really? Oh, dude, oh, it's... Oh, my God. No one's out. It's fucking... Right. Grand Bombs over Baghdad. I'm fucking yeah in my fucking GT2. I never oh, get to drive like that this. That car is so crazy. You can't drive like that in that car. That car's too bonkers. Oh, it's so fun, dude. And no one's on Topanga Canyon or Malibu Canyon, dude. <laughs> it's so weird, right? I'm gonna put a GoPro on. You guys should see the way I drive. One of the things this makes me realize is how much I would love living in a smaller town. 
Me too. Because I like it when there's no traffic, man. It's I nice. I love it. It just feels different when you're driving around. It feels more relaxed. You know what else? I'm realizing how, obviously, LA's huge, but like to get to Pasadena or Hollywood or Santa Monica with no traffic. Easy. Everywhere's like 18 minutes away. <laughs> yes. It's so nice. Yes, yes. Everywhere's... Two hours if it's regular shit. I know, right? Like, how much is it to get to San Diego right now? It's an hour and 10 minutes. So easy. Yeah. San Diego is a nightmare. Driving to San Diego. Oh, dude, when I do La Jolla, oh. you, you have to do a Thursday night show. Yeah. Oh, what time God. do you leave? I leave at noon. I leave at noon? I left at 11 yeah. last time. It still took me three and a half hours. Yeah, 11's probably better because then you don't get that three o'clock traffic. Oh, you hit that three o'clock. <laughs> if you don't get past the OC by two o'clock, you're fucked, man. The OC is the worst oh. traffic on earth. It's like right up there with Mexico City. Orange County's so crazy. There's so many people jammed into Orange County. Fuck. How many? They must have a lot of COVID nineteen in. Not as bad Orange as us, County. really. Right? Up here I, in the all valley? of California is kind of kicking ass. So I don't know. Mm. Two and a half hours to downtown San Diego. Right, right now. now it says yeah. that. Yeah, that's a nice. That's drive. if you drive like a bitch. <laughs> it's drive two his hours. Car. <laughs> yeah, you drive my car about an hour and a half. <laughs> I, I, so, I started looking at ways to uh, kind of mod it even. But it, you know, it, you, when you talk to a Porsche enthusiast, like, dude, don't fucking don't touch fuck it, it, man. Don't touch it. your car's too fast as it is. You're not gonna make it faster. You're not gonna. It's just so good. The GT2 is a rare, perfect car. It's perfection. They just, they, it's one of those rare cars where right off the assembly line, they nailed it. I love that fucking car. Yeah, it's a beast of a car, man. Do you think you could ever live in San Diego? That's one of the places I think I could live. Dude, me too. I was talking about it with Cal, and I said, if I didn't have to be in L.A. for entertainment purposes and stand-up, I'd, I'd move to La Jolla. Yes. The yes. house in La Jolla, and it's quiet, oh, good yeah. families. Yeah, very nice. And Restaurants, those, coffee. Those cliffs. Oh. Do you th now, how many restaurants do you think are going to be open? How, how quick do you think everything bounces back? People have to, they have to bounce back, so I bet people are going to be eager to bounce back, man. Right, but the restaurants that are going under. Uh, it's going to take a long time before they rebuild and reopen. The other thing think? is because you're obviously a theater slash arena act. I think it's going to be. I think September October is going to be fine for you, but June, July, August in theaters going to be tough. Mm. Yeah, unless they ask people to wear a mask or some shit, or maybe 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 at the you know at the the regular kind of comedy places like the comedy zones and heliums. They what don't if let as many people. people coming in? Test their temperature coming in. You know, but then you're in line with all those people. Like, imagine if you're in line and some dude's got the fever, and you, you you he's right in front of you, and they test him like, "Sir, you have to leave." And everyone's like, "Ah!" I know. Back away, back away. I saw World War Z the other day. Not That'd a good idea. Out. Not a good idea during all this. Dude, those people were talking about out of shape. If zombies come, you're you're even more fucked. You'd be the first one to come. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> My thing about zombies were. Always in The Walking Dead. Why is this lasting years? How are there still zombies? What do you? What the fuck? What are they eating? How are they staying alive? True. Well, you, they're zombies. And though, they, you know. they're slow zombies. The slow zombies. I feel like we could wipe them out in a day. Yeah. Why are they so no. slow? And then, then <laughs> Z World is like, fuck that noise. They're like and running zombies. Fast. Yeah. Well, the twenty-eight days later were the first fast zombies. Oh, that's true. They were the first fast zombies. They were the scariest zombies. 28 Days Later still, to me, from my money, that's the scariest fucking horror movie. It's The up scariest there. Zom zombie yeah. movie, I should say. Most realistic. Z yeah. uh, World War Z's up there, though, man. Yeah. It's not as violent. There's some violence in 28 Days Later. We're like, Jesus Christ. 
where people have to hack other people apart that their loved ones yeah they, like boyfriends and girlfriends hack each other apart when they realize the person just got it and they're about to turn well how about brad pitt with his girl they're on the plane she got benny fucking hacks her arm off Remember? I don't remember that. Before they got on the plane, she got bit, and he's like, let me see your arm. And he's like, bite down this. Hit you! She cuts her arm off. Then they're on the plane, and they're chilling. Everything's all good. And then someone out, the zombie comes out the back, and he's like, oh, shit. Takes the grenade, throws it on the plane. Why do I not remember this? Dude, this movie's fantastic. Brad Pitt's my favorite. Yeah, no, yeah, because they're there and she's biting down, and he's like, "Bite down!" This no, cuts her arm but off. it's on the plane. You said this. Happened? No, on the plane is when he throws the bomb. Oh, see, okay. she got bit right here. Oh, see, I got this. Oh, way he Jesus. saves her life. Oh, that's right. See, she, he's that's like, right. He's Ow. boom, Ow. bitch. Mmm. Brad Pitt style, dog. Ooh, yeah. I think Brad. I Pitt. didn't get that far in the movie. Oh wow. Yeah, and the well, I watched it the first time I got that far, but the other night I only got an hour into it. Great movie. Not, not even. I think I got forty minutes into it. Fantastic movie. And I was like, this Do you is think too Brad Pitt right sleeps with NAD drips, or what do you think? He Why looks, does he look like that? He looks great. I know. I know. Weird, right? Like, how's he doing that? I don't know. Genetics. When he, when he took off his shirt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I'm like, look at this guy. Dime piece. Because he's thirty-two years old. Ridiculous. Yeah, not fat at all. Nothing. What do you think? That's just constant exercise genetics and then meanwhile no instagram posts of him lifting at all <laughs> none <laughs> does he even have an instagram no. think how famous no, you have to be to not idiot. have an instagram how about Chappelle? Chappelle doesn't have an instagram either nothing another a few level. people that are smart they're just like why am i doing this you could do you could do without it you you like it but you could do without it it's, nothing would change for you yeah but it helps to have a, a ability to express yourself if something comes up you know, and it, like if you want to promote something, if uh, you need to let people know about something. Like what? Like your smart. shows? Yeah. I think you'd be all right. Yeah, but when you're doing arenas, you really kind of need something like that, man. You know, you're selling 15,000 tickets, 18,000 yeah, tickets. Yeah, you need, you need to let people know. Because otherwise they have to let them know through other means that cost money. How does Chappelle do it? Um, he, he just does banks on like Live Nation theaters. He does mostly theaters, uh, which to him, like if people easy. find out he's in a place that has three thousand tickets, they're gone. Like they're that. gone. It's like when you go from three thousand to like Madison Square Garden, and then you're into the eighteen thousands. And are you in in New York? Are you doing regular Madison Square Garden? Yeah, you're doing Big Boy. Uh, God dang! Uh, I'm doing Boston Garden the week later. <sighs> Back to back, son. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. How about the comics who got their special on Netflix, uh, like Woo! right during the quarantine? Segura, and, Segura, Kreischer, Delia next week. Delia's Tuesday. Blowing up. Delia's Tuesday. Yeah, it's a good move. It's the best move. Yeah. And then comics like Andrew Schultz and fucking Theo Vaughn, who mm -hmm. were gonna who were gonna shoot it like last month and air it. They're fucked. Well, they're not, not fucked. fucked they but have to, they're gonna. It's look. It's always better anyway. It just tightens your material up. You spend more time no one, with no it. No one can do material, though. Yeah, but you're going to have time to think about it. That's you're going to have time to change your perspectives on things. I think all those, any thought that you have as a comic, it's, it's almost, there's a time where it's too much, but most of the time you put them out and you're like, God, I wish I had a couple more months time. more. Yeah, almost always. Everything I've ever done, I wish I had three more months. Yeah, I wish I would have waited six more years. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things, man. This, but also, I, I tell everybody, when you're doing stand-up and you're doing a special, the special is only 60 to 70% as funny as it is being there. 
It's never as funny as no me. No matter who it is. Because they're part of the fun is you're at a live show with all these people. You're in a trance and yeah. you're all having fun Everyone's and feeding fun. off the vibe, the yes. energy. You're missing most of that with the Netflix. Have you, you, did you stop watching Tiger King? Or did you go all the way through? I finished it. I'm only on, uh, we did episode five last night. So I have two more to go. Okay, but you're you're kind of in the thick of it. I'm in the thick of it. Did you get where the guy has the hot nanny? No. That's coming up. Okay. He's thanks. like the hottest nanny you've ever seen. Really? Well, it's, uh, the show is fucking so strange. But if you had a TV show, like a fiction show that was that strange. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't believe it. You go, this show's too over the top. How about the straight kid? He just turned gay. Just needed meth. Trump mulls a Joe Exotic pardon. I was going to bring this up. Look. Have you seen, you know how, how he's doing his, his, his press conference? Someone asked that question. Yes. About Tiger King. But that's not what he said. He said, he said I'll, I'll take a look just to shut the guy up. And he's like, who, t- who, who said that? Don? Was it my son? It was, it was his son. He goes, which one? Was it Don? Like he knew it was Don because Don's kind of crazy. But it's, um, I don't know. If the, I didn't get to the part where they go into detail about the murder for hire conviction. So I don't I don't know if he did or didn't do it. My thing, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna spoil it for you. I don't know if he did or didn't light his place on fire. Definitely did. <laughs> Definitely did. Okay. Did that woman feed her husband to the tiger? I don't know, but you know what sucks for her. Okay, let me stop. Definitely did. Definitely did. But you know I what sucks for her. Did. You know what sucks for her. Got away with it yeah. because this thing's such a hit. I now know. everyone's they open back up the case. I She's know. all fuck. Well, they should. <clears throat> I'm just saying it sucks for her. The husband was worth millions. He disappears. She runs a tiger sanctuary. Strange. She's got tigers. She has meat grinders. And she has things that will eat hundreds of pounds of meat. And Callum pointed this out. He goes, something should be noted is someone says something about killing a person with a tiger. And they go, yeah, you could just rub rub some sort of meat on the boots. And she goes, "Uh, just put sardine. Just put sardine uh, oil on it. That's what she said. Put sardine oil on it. Super particular. Yeah. It's like sardine oil. The fuck? Oh, okay. Yeah. They have found the video of his wedding online. And is it real? No, no, yeah, yeah. Well, they played it in the show. show. Yeah, yeah, but like they uncovered the full video of it. Like people have, and this this is apparently a pretty wild tape too. It's 23 minutes long. (laughs) And these two guys that were both straight are kissing in the. Wedding. Well, how does that mean? What is straight? Did they get their dick hard? Did they fuck guys? Like you're gay. Well, now they it's did. It's okay. Well, but uh, the, the one, the I, one you can't call them straight. Well, no. The well, the one homeboy who was like six six, who's kind of the yeah. dime piece. Yeah. He's like, I came here to fuck with these tigers, and the next thing I'm sucking his dick. He because he goes, <laughs> and he actually <laughs> that boy wanted to play with them tigers so bad. Um, but Joe Exotic goes, uh, he goes, I told him this, and this is actually a joke. Who I th- I forget who it's from. But I knew when he said it, I'm like, where do I know? It's, a, it's someone's joke that he that it, it's not his. It's not original, because he goes in. Uh, he goes uh, when you watch porno, do you like do you like guy with the little dick or the big dick? And he goes, well, big dick. He goes, then you ain't that gay. That's somebody's joke. I think it's Ron White's or Don Marrera's, but it's a joke that I've heard before. That's interesting. So Joe Exotic said that in the show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I was like, oh, that's funny. You ain't that straight, he said. Yeah. Yeah. So that's his new guy. That's the new guy. I got to that. Why is Joe Exotic so thick in He's that in picture? a cor- coronavirus isolation? I, think he, I believe he contracted it. Really? Or he said he did. That yeah. boy would do anything to sell some fucking Harvey yeah, Weinstein's tigers. got it. Well, you think, think about you're inside a fucking prison. There's no ventilation. You're in there with a bunch of dudes who have nothing to live for. 
Everyone's cooped up. No windows. Nothing's open. You ain't getting any air in there. If someone's got something, everybody gets something. Everybody gets it. It goes like fire through bushes, through the whole cell block, I would imagine. What are you going to do? Let them go? Yeah. Chicago jail is top U.S. hotspot as virus spreads behind bars. At least 1,324 confirmed coronavirus cases are tied to prisons and jails across the United States, including at least 32 deaths. Wow. What's Damn. that percentage? 32 out of the 1,300? It's pretty good. I like my odds. Like my odds. I'll take those odds. You ever have these uh, CBD kill cliffs? No, I haven't. Drink that, dude. Are they, is there uh, caffeine damn. in them? No. 25 milligrams of CBD. Why not? Woo! Yeah, dude, that's You should show... drink a little whiskey, man. You want to? Fuck yeah. Okay. When else, are, when else are we going to drink at home? Uh, I'll do it. Go, Jamie's going to get us some glasses. Get him some glasses and a little bit of ice. Please. You got a show Can't after start. this? Yeah, I'm doing something with Ari. I'm doing Ari's uh, video. He's doing some video series. How's how's Ari doing? He's hiding. He's in hiding. Uh, he's he's in uh, a, a state not New York until everything like people stop dying, and then he's gonna go back. He got freaked out. He fled the city. He should. Yeah, that was a smart move. Yeah, it's, you I, mean, know, I, I like so Ari. Many, so many people fled the city. I mean, the the city's basically. I mean, John Joseph uh, um, sent me a video the other day of. Uh, me uh, on the Madison Square Garden uh, billboard. And, I know. I saw you, you post this, it. The streets. It's crazy. There's no one there. It's it's crazy. It's everyone's dead. Oh, Here Ari left because Thank he's scared of Corona. Yes. Oh, I thought, thought you were saying Ari thing? left because of the Kobe thing. No. People forgot no. about that by now. Ari, you yeah. good, baby? Yeah. They probably forgot about it. You know, there's a few people that have not forgot about it. Thank you, sir. A few people that have not, but yeah, he won't do that again. No. Learned <laughs> his lesson. I hope so. Jesus Christ. That was a bad move. Oh, like I said, Ari's always been nice to me. Ari's a great guy. I love Ari. <clears throat> He's always been nice to Salute. me. Cheers, brother. Hey. Not good for the immune system, but good for the head. We'll be all right. A little bit of just a little drinky poo a day. Not bad for you. I've been drinking one glass of wine every day. Really? Yeah. It's supposed to be really good. I, I've never felt better. You don't realize how much traveling and flying yes. fucks you up. I feel great. It fucks you up bad. I've been thinking about that a lot. I've been re reevaluating a lot of choices. You know how uh, comics do residencies in Vegas? Yes. Why not do a residency in L.A.? Like, if you want to come, want to come see me. I'm at the fucking Ace Theater. I'm at here. You should do that. I'm thinking about it, man. You're at that level. You should definitely. That's a brilliant idea. I'm thinking about going on the road sometimes, but being here a lot more. Think you how know? many people travel to L.A. to see you. Yeah, well, we get a lot of that at the comedy store, man. We got a lot. Of, we get a lot of international tourists too. People that know that I'm not going to Ireland, so the, or I'm not going to Scotland, so they'll come here. Sorry, God, Scotland. you should do that. I'm sure I should, but I know I'm not going to. Oh no, I'm going. But uh, I'm saying you, sh residency. you should. Yeah, L.A. I'm going to Ireland. <laughs> yeah, April 2021. Yeah, I would go, but I mean, I'm still doing a lot of shows, but I'm doing shows in uh, L.A. too. Like I'm at the Forum on October on uh, November 1st. Fuck. Yeah. It's a big boy too. Yeah. Um, I'm still doing like the regular shows. I'm assuming, you know, I'm assuming there won't be a second wave of Corona or some sort of crap. You're going to be fine, man. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea, the residency in LA. Not How come no idea. one's ever done that? I don't know. They just do Vegas. Vegas sucks cock. Well, think about what I do with the improv and at the store or have uh, those Joe Rogan and Friends shows. And you do them all the time, every yeah. week, two, three times a week. Yeah. Think how many people that is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like no one else, a lot of other guys aren't doing that either. But you can do that. 
could. Yeah, so you could do. I'm doing, but that to me is like the best way for me to stay sharp. You're a different I'm doing animal. Forty five minutes, an hour. How many guys you know at your level who are doing forty five? Most are just doing their fifteen minute spot at the store at the improv or factory. You're a different animal. You gotta. You gotta do that though. You have to name, doing, name one other guy, Joe, who's doing that. Um, I don't know. Go. I don't I'll, know. I'll wait. I'm not paying attention, but I am. Uh, There's no one else that does that like you. Well, I do it because I I'm doing arenas. You know, when you're doing an arena, man, you got to be. And I've only started doing arenas the last two years. You got to be sharp. You oh, yeah. can't you can't be fucking around when there's fifteen thousand people who paid money to hear you talk. Oh no, I so get I, it. I'm just constantly. I've I've worked harder this past year to like ramp everything up than I ever have with stand up. Yeah, that's inspiring. Makes me realize that there's more. You can get more out of it. You can get more. You know, you can put more work in. You get a little bit sharper. More listening to sets. More writing. More, more thinking, you know, just more, you know. The thing is, like, people expect you as a stand-up to drop off after a while. That's what a lot of comics do. Their material drops off. They run out of things that are interesting. Well, especially when they get famous. That's the problem. Because they don't relate to the to the average person. Also, they don't take as many chances. No. Nope. They, they don't say as many fucked up Because they're worried. Yeah. yeah. You're, it's different, you know? Yeah, you get it. It is what it is, man. You know, you're going you're gonna to break a few eggs, but you're going to make a lot of omelets. Hell Yeah. <laughs> I just miss I uh, in this whole Corona thing. I think the thing I miss the most, besides going on the road, I miss it so bad. It's just hanging out with seeing everybody. I know, hanging out at the store. Oh. I mean, I text everybody, but it's just not the same, is it? No, it's not, Joey. I'd offer you this joint, but I know you don't want none. Yeah, I'm good. It'd get really weird if I no. I'd start. <laughs> yeah, Joey. Uh, Joey just calls, so I, I just spend a lot of time talking to him. Yeah. <clears throat> But it's um it's not the same. It's not the same. Going to the store is like, dude, the party when we get back. What is that gonna be like when we get back to the store and everyone's at the back bar and everyone's hanging out, everyone's doing shows again? God, we're gonna be so thankful because we it's never been taken away before in the history of comedy. There's never been a time where you couldn't perform. Never. Never. I guess the only time with L.A. comics is when there's the strike, right? <clears throat> yeah, but you could do the road. Yeah, during that not strike? too many guys were doing it though. There's like Leno doing the road back then. Back then, a lot of those guys weren't big enough names. That's interesting. I wonder how many like comedy clubs were around back then. Because that was in what the seventies or the eighties. Seventies, right? Late seventies. You had comedy Leno, store strike. You had Lemma, Leno. <clears throat> Do you read that book, Dying Up Here? No, that's what the series was based off of. Yeah, but the series was real dark. The books makes it seem like it was a fucking like the store was fun, man. Do you think the store was more fun then or more fun now? You tell me, dude. You're, you know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know though. I, I don't know anything different. Like I read those times. I think back then it was like a lot of guys were doing stand up to get TV shows or to yes. get noticed. And now you have like a bunch. Most of the top guys, all they want to do is be really good comics. Well, you you have freedom that way, and you don't have anybody telling you what to do, and you don't have to worry about so many different things that you have to worry about if you have a TV show. TV shows, you have to worry about the other actors, the writing, the network. Does it get picked up? Does it this? Does it that? There's a lot of chefs in the kitchen. So many things outside of your control. And, you know, if you have a controversial controversial act, a lot of times the networks don't want you to do stand-up. Like, yep. apparently they did that to Tim Allen when he had that uh, home improvement show. They told him, stop doing stand-up. <sighs> yeah, they're like, stop. He's making so much money. He's like, all right, you're. I think Bob Saget, too, when he was doing Full House, he didn't do any stand up. And you watch his stand up, it's a surprise. You're like, oh, damn. He's a dirty boy. Yeah, dirty. Yeah, he's a dirty boy. And people hear Danny it. Danny Tanner's dirty. I know. And you hear that, you're like, what? I know. This is outrageous. 
Yeah, there's a uh, there's a freedom to stand up. But it's that, also like I think more people appreciate it as an art form now. Whereas back then it was like it didn't get respect. It was a, if you got respect when you're on TV. You know? Correct. That's how you made your nut, and that's how you got famous TV. Yeah, or a movie. You were doing movies. You know. Now, once you say it, stand up and podcasting. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, podcasting is right now. It's emerging as a different beast. See, before people would joke about it. They would go, what are you doing? Like Howard Stern used to make fun of it. Like, why not just yell out your window? Yeah. What, what, what are you doing? And, you know, but he was coming from, you got to think, <clears throat> he's a pioneer in radio, in traditional radio. And he made his bones in radio and he carved this path in radio. And then all of a sudden this thing comes along where anybody can do it. It's a threat. It's a little but, bit of a threat. It's a little bit of that, but it's also, see, in a way, I understand his perspective because in his day, when he made it, he had to compete against all these other killers, right? So you got all these other morning guys all over the country. And then when he goes and syndicates, so he'll invade Chicago and he's invading Los Angeles. And he's trying to take over. Yeah, he's taking over. But there was only a few slots, right? So you couldn't you couldn't listen to his show later. You had to listen to it then. Yep. So everyone's competing during these slots. So you have this slot that is from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. That's drive time, baby. E even now he doesn't know podcasts. And they're like, I remember I used to listen to Howard for a long time. And probably like maybe a year ago, they brought up something because he was shit on podcasting. He goes, do podcasters even make money? And one of the guys got on there, you know, I forget his crew's name. He goes, I think Joe Rogan does. He goes, I know, but what not not tons of money. Like he's not he's not set. I want to call him like, hey, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> well, doesn't matter. What matters? I just thought it was weird. Like, dude, you still you still don't give it respect. Like, are you shitting me? Who who, who do you think he's hanging around with though? You know, like his wife. Yeah, he's probably hanging around his wife. Maybe a few other really rich friends that are probably famous. I mean, I don't know how much. But you gotta have your ear to the ground, being a guy on radio all the he's fucking so time. Famous. When people get so famous, it's almost impossible. It's almost impossible to keep it together. You know what bummed me out? And I'm, again, I'm a huge Howard Stern fan. I think you and I think maybe I forget who sent it to me, but I sent it to you. When Howard Stern it released that to his employees, he has like a a yearly like meeting with his employees. Oh, Someone recorded it. Yeah. It it makes you feel so sick. Mm. Like ah oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Such a bummer. You yeah. realize how Hollywood he is. You're all ah oh, fuck, dude. Mm. I think people get seduced by it, man. I think they do. They get seduced by the idea of, you know, well, first of all, so, you need friends. You need really good friends that are like you, that are in your world. And I think one of the things that separates us, all of us as comics, from the rest of Hollywood is like, God damn, we're glued to each other. Yes. We're glued and we shit on each other and we yes. laugh and we compliment each other and we love each other and we call each other and we and tell each other each we love each other. Each other. Yeah. 100% full support. It's different, man. It's different. We're a different thing. And no you one, and, but also it's not a dog eat dog. Like no. You're just trying to help no. everybody. Dude, when someone murders it, everybody's running out of that room telling everybody that murdered it. And when yeah. you see Bill Burr go on stage in the main room and crush it. You're coming out and saying it, and I'm coming out and saying it, and Callan's saying it. We're all excited. Like, God damn, that was awesome. What a set. Holy shit. And we're telling people. You see Burr crush it? Oh, my God, he crushed it. You know, there's a, there's a, a love for the art and a love for each other and the, the, the camaraderie, like the, the wanting people to be good. You realize, like, it doesn't have to just be about you. 
And they, they didn't – I don't think they – I think that's – you know, we are talking about competition earlier. We are talking about Jordan and Tyson and the, the and crazy – yeah. the, 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 Like, that's Howard Stern when it comes to radio, man. Yeah, you're right. You got to realize, like, that's the motherfucker that – he he fucked them all. Have, Fuck have you. Heard you. Him, have you heard him apologize for it, the way he treated some people? Yes. I think one guy, like, commits suicide, and he's like, I, f- I felt bad for that, you know? Yeah. Because he would go in, and he was like, at that time, that's what I had to do. Well, that's what he did, right? <clears throat> Whether he had to do it or not, that's what he did. It and worked, he though, didn't felt it? Like, yeah, it did work. And he felt like he had to do it. And look, he's also, we, we have to, everything you have to look into, you got to look in it with perspective. And in my head, what Howard Stern is always going to represent is the guy who paved the way. Yeah. Like, without him, you got to realize there was nothing like Howard Stern before Howard Stern. It didn't exist. You had Don Imus, who's kind of risque, and then here comes this really tall, long-haired, rock and roll type dude who doesn't give a fuck, and he just wants to have porn stars Shit. on, and girls are riding vibrators, and people are farting songs in the microphones. It's madness. And he's getting sued by the government, man. So the, the government, the, they're coming down with these huge judgments against the company that owns it, and he keeps going, and he keeps going. Podcasts all are, you know how Patrice used to say, like Patrice used to say about other comics that like uh, David Tell. David Tell's got a lot of babies. And what he meant is that there's a lot of other comics that would imitate David Tell. Yeah. They, they would do it just out of the fact that they were fans and they were insecure and they're doing, they're not, they're not plagiarists. They just were not that good yet. When I was young, man, I sounded, I used to sound exactly like Richard Jenny. Really? I heard myself on stage when I had been doing an open, I, I caught myself doing like a bad Richard Jenny impression with my material when I was like 21 or something like that, 22. I was like, oh my God, I'm terrible. Because I was such a Richard Jenny fan at the time that I was like mimicking him on stage. Probably not on purpose. A lot of comics do it, man. We find ourselves doing it with different acts. Um, I'll find my, my... Myself, and it's not that I'm copying. I have a lot of mannerisms like Brian or Delia. Because you're the, around them all the time. Those are my. The, that's yeah. what I'm. I'm molded by that. That's so that's my normal. Yeah. But then eventually, like you, you break out of it yes. and you become your own thing. Yeah. We gotta re- all realize that what Howard Stern did before anybody was he created this radio chaos. He created this chaos. We had these these people, these whack packers, were out of their fucking minds, and he would interview them and 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 talk to all these That's nutty insane. fucking people. That was the f- first one. And then remember, he had that, celebrities on, but he wasn't like, "Oh, how's your movie?" He'd be like, "Who are you fucking?" Yeah, and they'd be like, "What?" <laughs> and then they wouldn't answer it, but then he would circle back yeah. around somehow, get it out of them. Dude, it was a different world back then. The world was different. And, and he made it possible for people to talk the way we talk. And then Opie and Anthony were the next important phase. Because with Opie and Anthony, we're, we're a hang. Whereas Howard is the man behind the switchboard, and Howard is in control of his, his, his universe. Yes. With Opie and Anthony, people would just show up. Like, I'd be on the air, and it would be like four or five other comics there. And we would, we would love it. 
And Jim, Jim Norton was, was on hang. there all the time, all right? All the time. Jim was a regular. He's so, so talented. He's he's one of the more unique comics ever. He's a very interesting guy. I love Jim. His, his love of transsexuals and how uh, he just, he's the way he talks, he's just so honest and, and raw. But what Opie and Anthony were, were the first loose hang. You know, it's like Anthony would kind of be orchestrating it a little bit where he like keeping everybody, making sure, you know, keeping an eye on everything, making sure it didn't get out of hand. And then Anthony is this uh, very, he's a guy who grew up doing construction and, and that's how, literally how he got into radio, but is also very intelligent, very inquisitive. Interesting. So he's got like a regular guy sensibility, but he's also very fucking smart. Yeah. And then he would have, you would have all these comics. And then Norton, who's a great comic himself, would be there. And it'd be Colin Quinn and, and Bill Burr and me and Shafir and uh, all this madness, man. It was There's mad nothing like that really now. Not on radio. Not on radio. But that's what made podcasts become what they are. Because like those guys let comics just hang out and talk. No one had ever let comics just hang out and run the show before Opie and no. Anthony. So the big steps to <clears throat> podcasting were Howard Stern is the most important. And then after Howard Stern, these are Howard Stern's babies. Howard Stern's babies are like Opie and Anthony were Howard Stern's babies. But they became their own thing. Just like a comic would imitate Dave Attell when he's a young guy. Yep. And then as he gets older, he finds his own speed. And there's a lot of comics right now that are like top-level guys that I bet if you watched them 10, 15 years ago, they would sound a lot like someone else. And then Opie and Anthony opened up the door to podcasting because they made comics where they could just hang. And then everyone's got their own style. Like Ron Funches has his own style. Eric Griffin has his own style. You and Brian have your own style. Theo's got his completely unique yes. style. All of us have these different things. Segura's got his style. Christina Pazitsky and him together have their style. Segura and Kreischer. Kreischer's got his style. Ari's got his style. Burton Burr. Yes. Burton Burr. Yeah. They have a great podcast too, but it's just like the world is more bountiful than it was back then. It's not like Bert and Burr are competing against Bert. Like, no. what if Bert's show was one was run by one production company, but Bert and Burr were run by a different, and they're both going to be at noon, and you have to listen yep. to one or the other, and Bert and Burr are in this fucking argument. You traitor! You know you were you we, it was us together. Fuck yeah. you! And you know now they're going to take us out at noon. You know, like yeah. that's that's. That was what they had to deal with. It was a totally different dynamic. Now it's a t totally, it's like we were trapped in these tunnels tr fighting for air and pop. And we got to the top of the tunnel and there's all the air you want. It's free air. Free air. You could just put up a podcast, put up a video, put up a, put up a, make a video, make a sketch, you do, do your you own want. sketch, you can do whatever you want. And then it might get seen by a million people. Yep. Like that fucking coronavirus <laughs> song that I uh, reposted on my Instagram, those dudes are hilarious. How many millions of views did that get? Millions and millions of views. So these guys, they create this coronavirus song, they, and it's on my Instagram. Who are the, who are the gentlemen that... I'm beyond, I got a couple people saying that they've also created the song first or whatever, so I don't know who, oh, no. who did that. <laughs> <laughs> They whoever did it, it was smart. Whoever I hope did nobody it. got robbed, but whoever did it, <laughs> those dudes were hilarious, and it got millions and millions of views. There's nothing from 20 years ago, 30 years ago, where a regular guy could do something and by itself would get millions and millions of views. But today, if you see some shit that's really funny, and you send it to me, and I send it to Jamie, and it just starts going, it, that's what happens. It goes through people. These dudes. 
I haven't seen that. 4,685,644 views on my Instagram alone. Can we play it or no? No. I haven't heard it. I'm sure they have the, it's their song. Can't see that bottle, But it's, Joe. yeah, it's Reggie, Reggie Bay B2, and I, somehow or another, I, he's got, he's doing so well that he's got fake Instagram sites where people oh, pretend fuck. they're him. But all of his shit is funny. All of his shit is just, they're doing sketches. So these are uh, Chicago-based guys. It's just funny dudes in Chicago that are hustling and are constantly making content. Constantly. They have new videos up all the time. And who else is on him? His Instagram? That video? Just go to it so we can see it. The other guys. Uh, the other one is Sticks, S-T-I-X underscore 808. And then Funny Man, Gaitlin, G-A-I-T-L-I-N. And then Laid 3. Those are the dudes who did it. And then... Uh, Vinny Pazienza, box cutter Pazzi, who uh, was uh, has been on the podcast before. I found it on his Instagram, so I reposted his. But it's Wish that, could hear see. It. But imagine that thirty years ago, where one one dude could make something and it could go to something like you know Instagram, where in this case three or four dudes could do it, and it go to something like Instagram, and then all of a sudden millions of people are singing it and laughing, and it's hilarious. Oh, but even even think with Bert and Burr, if they're like, "Hey, we want to do a show." Think if the 80s or 90s, you'd have to pitch it to a network, right. have them approve it, and yeah. they bring in writers. You're looking at how long mm -hmm. would that take to evolve into a legit show? They get greenlit, then get a pilot, then test well. Yeah, no no chance. Yeah, it would, and also <clears throat> people would start fucking with it. They would come in, Burr, I want you to dress different. I want you to dress that something about, I want you to, uh, I want like Sinatra. I see you, people taking you more seriously if you're wearing a suit. You're cussing too much, Burr. Can you tone it down? You seem aggressive. Imagine if I went to a, a production company and said, uh, yeah, what I want to do is like smoke weed and talk a lot of shit and say things I don't really mean, but I think it's funny at the time, and then I regret it, and I'm going to drink a lot. Oh, and then we're going to air the fights. I'm going to have my three yeah. dumbass yeah, yeah, friends yeah. come. One, One of them thinks about... the world's flat, <laughs> and, then, and we're going to smoke weed, and we're going to talk shit, but, uh, but also I'm going to have presidential candidates yeah. and really Pitch serious people show. and scientists and uh, me, a guy with brain damage. I'm going to debate important, <laughs> yeah. important topics to them. I'm about politicians on, too. Oh, I politicians on yeah athletes Authors. yeah everybody they would go get, get, get the out fuck of, out of here fuck out of this office well idiot. When, when brian and i were at fox they they wanted to make it a tv show like a legit tv I show i remember that mess oh, dude dude i remember when they were telling you to not curse yes and i was like get out now i remember yelling at you they're like vampires dude. they're trying to bite you they're and, trying to turn you remember me and brian in that meeting cuss. and i was like this is what but meanwhile, they liked you because of who you were before they came along. And before they came along, you were cussing. And then they wanted so, to do a sport. They didn't know what to do with us. They wanted to do a sports show with us. Then they brought me in and go, they go, <laughs> they go, so we know it's the fine kid. What if we re <laughs> what if we replace <laughs> Brian Cowan with Michael Rappaport? No. Yep. They want to get rid of Brian. Mm -hmm. Wow. I went, is it because he's old? Is it because of his haircut? Is it because he's old and he just talks shit or what is it? <laughs> is it the way he dresses? Because I, I can fix that. That's crazy. What a bunch of dummies. Oh, They're like, like, this is this is great. Let's fuck it up. <laughs> and this the, thing that I really <clears throat> like, let's ruin it. But then they, they're like, wait, they're making how much money? And we signed, no, 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 no. So they went, hey, next year, uh, the, the deal's up in December. We're, we need half. And I went, oh, that's not happening. They went, all right, well, December's your last last month and i think we're in october i go that's fine we're just gonna go do our own thing and take all the money they went okay and they went and when i never forget this he goes i don't want to hear about this on your podcast just 
right out December. And I went, well, I can't do that, dude. I let the listener know I'm leaving. He goes, don't do that. And I went, all right, cool. Next day I go on the podcast. So, so in December, our contract's up because I want half our shit. I tried going back the next day and they have security out front. They wouldn't let me in. Really? That was my last day at Fox. Yeah. Really? Yep. <laughs> then we just started doing it randomly, man. <laughs> well, that's the a real clear changing of the guard. Where that old school mentality, they think they, they own the talent. They think they owned you. The idea that they think they should have fifty percent. How just funny by, is that? But what are you doing? What are you doing? The guy gets. I'll never forget. This guy gets in my it's a face. Podcast. The guy gets in my face. I don't want to say his name. He goes, "Just how you have your black belt in fighting, I have my black belt in entertainment TV." <laughs> 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 ah! Ah! Isn't that great? Oh my god! I, I I would I would fall on the ground and start curling up in a fetal position, laughing. I was if like, someone I said that to me. I was like, I have no idea what you're referring to. What is that? Gonna leave mean? now. You know how to rob people out of the percentage that they really deserve. Like, well, what are you bringing to the well, that's table? Why I said, that's why I told him. That's why I told him. I went. If you can show me why you guys do fifty percent, I'll give you fifty. Go. He goes, well, it's our studio. You know, Fox. It, it, Fox gives you the platform. No, 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 no. Hold up. We had a platform before we even got here. I can do this up the street and we're gonna get more views, dude. What, now, why would you get 50%? He's like, I don't know, man. There's no reason. I had a guy not that long ago ask for 50% of my podcast to be a part of a network. Not that long ago. Like four, you four years ago. Mind? Four years ago, maybe. And I was like, what are you talking about? 50%. Well, even now, like uh, certain comics want to start podcasts, go, hey, this network podcast one came to me. They want 50%, but they're gonna give me a studio. I went, no, no, stop, stop. Don't do that. Do it would, yourself. That's a weird number. Like you're you're pretending that they couldn't do it without you if you want fifty percent. Fifty percent is like if you and me, right? If it's the Brendan and Joe show, well, it kind of has to be fifty percent because it's both of us, right? Yes. So it's like there's two of us. Yes. So you're part of the show. I'm part of the show. Uh, we need each other. We're together. Together it should be fifty percent. That makes We're sense. We're friends. It should yeah. be fifty percent. But we could do it with Tom, the producer. Or we could do it with Steve, the network executive. This, this is you guys don't matter. So you can't have fifty percent. Maybe you should definitely deserve something. Fifty, but fifty is crazy. It's insane. That's crazy. That's a crazy number. That means you're saying I couldn't do it without you. That does that doesn't make any sense. But that's what they used to do with TV shows. You got to realize if you're thinking about Hawaii Five O. Like the production company has a deal with the network and they put it together and everybody gets paid. And the people that are putting it on television have a giant chunk of that. That's the studio executives. Yes. The network executives, you go to their houses, they're big fucking parties, dude. I'd go to some of their houses, man. They'd have parties and you'd be like, wow, these guys Not are so. balling. But what are they doing? What are they doing? Well, they're, they're taking your stuff, and they're, they're the critical mechanism that is necessary to get you on television. Well, now the world is television. Our heads are through the fucking holes, and now we're looking out at this open air. There's no need for someone to take 50% anymore. No, no one do, people don't give a fuck if it's on Fox, HBO. They but don't that's care. how they always operated. And those, they, those, those fans, those subscribers or whatever network, they're going to follow me if I'm here, if I'm here, if I'm they, here. They don't get it, though. These guys went through the Fox system people went through the ABC system they went through the CBS system and in if they were in that system 20 years ago this was the system the systems you make deals you put together shows you're you're getting it on the air it's you're you're getting you're giving you're very valuable it's a very important thing to if you got on CBS back in you know 2000 oh, game it was a very important thing so it made sense the deal made sense 
but it doesn't make sense on the internet. The internet is everybody's. It's like everybody has a CBS. Like these gentlemen who made that video on the coronavirus, they they they, they don't have a, a network. They don't need it. They don't need it. All it has to do is get to one of these social media sites. It, but also, if, if it's good, Jamie people are going to find you. This is, uh, I believe this was the original <gasps> maker. He asked to be tagged in their video. They made a video, I believe, of his song. Just to oh, give him credit okay. Too. This is G-M-A-C Cash. G-M-A-C, G-Mac Cash. And he's Detroit's his, finest. So he so he made the original song for sure? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yeah. Once again, that's G-M-A. Oh, follow him right now so you hear it. Great avatar pick, by the way. Yeah. Full body. I don't see a lot of that. What's up with the avatars? I don't know. I, mean, I see how, a lot. You, a lot of times when you text someone, all of a sudden they send you back, would you like to update your uh, contact picture? Oh, oh, I know. Some weird avatar? I don't I've want that. that too, yeah. What is I that? What's thing. happening here? Why are people losing their mind? Why are you sending me a picture of you? <laughs> yeah, I don't need a picture of you, G-Mac Cash. Did you find him? Yeah, I got him. Pow. Follow back. 74,000 followers. Yeah, right now he has 74,000. Let's yeah, blow him up. Too. Oh, he has a video, his own video of that song? Yeah. And it only has Give me a one so fucking comment? It's the same song? Oh, this is him? Sorry. Can't hear it. What's happening? You have no sound? I don't know what's going on. Looks like he's saying the same words. Oh, I have it in my phone. He's the original. That's it. That's the song. Okay. So it's, he's the original. He's the he's the guy who made the song. And then those other boys took it and just blew it up. They had a great dance routine though. They well, had, they did something to they it. They added a little. They flavor. had a great video. They're jumping around, spraying Lysol. Somebody said for that. Dudes are doing backflips. Somebody said for backflips. Oh, they they did something. Yeah, it's good. But they do a bunch of shit. That's this is their coronavirus video. So just <laughs> running around spraying it. Great shoes. Yeah. But, you know, this is one of those things that happens sometimes. Like, you don't know who the fuck made a video. Someone sends it to you. You don't know who made a song. Someone sends it to you. You add it on things. The oh, video is sure. It's fun, though. Did you see that? I meant with that, uh, that's like what's going on with TikTok. Like, someone makes a, a great video, and then everyone else kind of jumps on that trend, taking that sound. There was a video I saw just yesterday or two days ago about the government telling all government employees to not have TikTok on their government-issued cell phones. Why? Because it's an uh, issue. Well, they think it's a security issue. It's a Chinese company. TikTok? Yeah. And th th someone made some really grandiose statement like TikTok is like a, a government operative application or something like that. Never know. Yeah, it's like that it's like some sort of fucking espionage tool. Dude, spying on you us. read that Charles Manson book? I'm telling I you, know. man, you're like, oh. I know. That's what got me into conspiracy theories. The U.S. Army has banned TikTok from use on government phones, reversing its policy on the entertainment app, which it recently used as a recruiting tool. <laughs> they used it as a recruiting tool. <laughs> what the fuck, man? What the fuck? The Army used TikTok. They were doing, like, Army dances They and have shit. their own video game to recruit people. Yeah, I know. The Army does? They, they had a reality show that a buddy of mine was uh, filming. Oh, sick. Yeah. Um, so, but there was also, uh, it was, so there was another company that was saying that it was dangerous. You know, Google, uh, did something like that recently. Here it goes. TikTok banned. Yeah, TikTok the newer one was senators wanted gone too. Yeah, that's oh, it. Wow. Senators want to ban TikTok from government phones. TikTok's for younger kids, right? I'm not on there. Not anymore. It's, well, yeah. A lot of people are on it now, but the point is, like, when you, if you have an app like that, and say some shady person makes that app, who knows if that app's turned on the microphone, oh, just who knows? listening to you all the time, you know, dude. There's so many times where 
you'll talk about something and then you see that thing you talked about mentioned in your Google ads and you're like, what the hell, man? Oh, dude, I'll, if, like, if we'll talk about Porsches or those knives, yeah. fans will send me screenshots of like, dude, I was listening to your podcast, then I went to go search the web and I got this ad. And it's like a Porsche or the knives or the whiskey. Or, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's just <laughs> way too much influence on us. We, we have to like take back our our personal sovereignty, our mental sovereignty. There's so many influences on us all the time. And there's nothing wrong with them sometimes. Like advertising, there's nothing wrong with advertising sometimes. But sometimes it makes you think, like, man, how much is this changing the way I look scary. at stuff? I, I think what's scary is how the, the most disciplined people I know who are addicted to their phones. Mm -hmm. I'm like, man, this thing, it has, it's more addicting than any drug, any alcohol, any, I mean, the cell phone, the most disciplined people I know, I, I'll see them on their cell phones like, fuck, dude. I know. It's so sure. disappointing. Guilty as charged. Me too. Yeah, I have an addict uh, folder on my phone where my uh, Twitter, my Instagram, and my uh, Instagram repost thing is all in one folder. It says addict in all capital letters. <laughs> and you still go to it, right? Still you still click it. on it. Once a day at least. Yeah. Way better than I used to be. But still, every now and then. But sometimes it's also, it's a the problem is too... The, there's a mixture of business stuff that I have to do. Correct. Like I get emails yes. and I have to respond to yes. important things. But then while I'm on the phone, I'm like, hmm, let's see what's on YouTube. Me too. Let's see what silly videos there are. Or I'll be like, what UFC news is there? And I'll oh, click on Twitter and that's where I get all my yep. news. And yep. I click on it. I'm like, yep. oh, fuck. Yep. And then you have a thought and you Google that thought and then you go down a rabbit hole and you're like, motherfucker. And then someone will send me something cool and I'll I click know. on that. I'm like, God damn. There's so much content. Like right now, there's never, never been a time where there's... Think about what a better time it is entertainment-wise to be quarantined. I think if we were quarantined in the 90s, <laughs> oh we'd be fucked. Oh, my God, you'd be fucked. What are you going to watch? Back in those blockbuster days? You can't go to the blockbusters is closed? I think... What are you going to do? You know, I was having a conversation with my wife about this last night, and she's like, I think theaters are done. And I'm like... I, I brought it up to him just before this. They... Small potential because there are lots of different companies that could do it. They could maybe open up to like maybe fifty people, and you just separate it by two chairs or something like How that. How dare you? May, that's a, a movie maybe. theater. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I, I think they think movie theaters are done too. In that Apple TV has opened up the door during this quarantine to get new movies. Well, Trolls hits Friday. My son's crunk as fuck for it. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a bunch of new movies yeah. that were supposed to come out in the movie James theater. James Bond got pushed back to November. Sorry, like, I don't think they should push them back. Launched. I think that's a mistake. I think they should release those bitches. They make all their money in theaters, every, Listen, but still, everyone is watching now. Everyone. If they come out with a badass James Bond uh, film. We'd and, be all over it. And everybody texts their friend, dude, this fucking new James Bond movie is the shit. Daniel Craig better be James Bond. Is he James he Bond? Is. And he has the, I think he has the new DB11 in it. Listen, if you're going to have a female James Bond or whatever nonsense you're going to do next. Get the fuck out of my face. Please make it 009 or yeah, 008 or something like that. I think 007, son. Keep ja Daniel Craig is the greatest James Bond of all time. Better than Sean Connery? He's the best. How dare 100%. You? How dare all you? of them can eat shit. <laughs> all of them. They can all eat shit. Eat shit. Roger Moore Dude. can eat shit. No, no disrespect, sir. Sean Connery is bad. Daniel Craig is the only one I believe. I don't believe he's really kicking anybody's ass. Yeah. I believe Daniel Craig is fucking people up. That's I believe fair. he's shooting people. He's That's the only fair. one I believe. The only one. That means a lot. Pierce Brosnan, <laughs> how dare you? 
Wonderful man. That's w- right. Wonderful man. I don't he was golden eye. The greatest game of all time. I, I don't believe him as a he's no, an amazing actor. He's a beautiful man. I don't believe I don't him believe as a murderous your uh, English fucking spy you, character. You I believe Daniel Craig fucks people up. Come on, son. The guy on the right is the real deal. He's got a like a face that looks like he's been punched 150 times, right? He's a man's man. Oh, dude, the original far left? Come on, son. Eat some shit. <laughs> all of them. Eat it. Eat it. There's one guy, Daniel Craig. They can all eat shit. Uh, That's Eater, number one. Idris Elba was going to be Bond. I'll buy that. I'd buy that. Really? Yeah, I don't care if Bond's black. It's But it's, he has to be a bad motherfucker, and Idris Elba's a legitimate bad motherfucker. I'm in. Have you ever heard, uh, who's but, the guy who does the uh, Trevor Noah's bit on uh, a black James Bond? No. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Why don't they have it? Why, I mean, look. Trevor Noah talks about it. It's He's fine. like, where's he going to hide? Ah! He has a whole bit. It's so fucking good. That's funny. Yeah. Daniel Craig is, it's right now, as of right now, he's the best ever. He's the only one I believe. But I believe if they had a similar movie with Idris Elba, I'd believe that too. I'd buy that. That guy's, that guy's had a legit Muay Thai fight. As a professional actor and a movie star, he had a legit Muay Thai fight. Yeah. I mean, the guy was it. paid off to take a fall. But, you know, I hear you. I like, yeah, that's, that's the rumor. It was Wait, fake. Is that the rumor? That's the rumor. Well, that's what I would say. If I that, think the opponent came out and was like, you know, they paid me to take a fall, right? But if that beautiful man beat my ass, I'd probably say that too. Me too. See Idris Elba. Like, uh, looks so I took good a fall. in movies. I know. So charming. I know. That guy kicks your ass too. It's embarrassing. You might have to tell people you took a fall. Dude. I don't believe you. You took a fall? First of all, if you say you took a fall, you might be even telling the truth, but you're the type of person that's willing to take a fall. So I can never believe yeah, you. Yeah, I know you're scared. There's not that many people. I agree. There's people like Anthony Smith that won't win the world title versus John Jones by disqualification because they have character. And then there's people who take dives. So if you're the type of people who takes a dive, how am I going to believe you you're anyway? Piece of shit. How am I going to believe you anyway? I think Idris Elba fucked you up. Probably. I think. I, I think, think Scar fucked you up. I think 008 fucked you up. 008, that'd be sick. <laughs> I think he fucked you up, and you don't like it. Dude, I don't think movie theaters are going to be dead because I think everyone likes the the experience of leaving the house. Right, but they like Blockbuster too. It was great. You get to go out of the house. You pick whatever you want. You do a little dope. flirty. You know that you're not really going to watch the movie because yeah. you plan on deep dicking, yeah. right? Get those red vines. So you let them. You let them pick some stupid movie some that you're never going to watch. Yeah, go ahead and get some that. Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Legally Blonde too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog's so cute. Come on, let's get out of here. <laughs> You're thinking of the mauling you're going to do. <laughs> the fucking mauling. That's Dude, what you're thinking I'll of. never forget my mom so wild. I'll never forget when we get to the front and they're like, you you have late fees of $275. <laughs> oh, my God. Late fees were brutal. Oh, my mom would be like, can we just listen? Let's just get through this, and then we'll be back next week, and I will pay it. And she would never pay it. Late fees were brutal. 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 Very brutal. Why don't we just keep the fucking movie? You know what else is brutal? Those little mom and pop little fucking ones that had the porno section they had to kick open like the outdoor Josie Wales. Yeah, they had they had the the curtains. You know, uh the outlaw Josie Wales when do always kick open those saloon doors? Yes. That's what Joey Diaz's famous re- one of those biggest references. He's always talking about kicking open saloon doors like the outlaw Josie Wales. But they always had beads. They always had curtains. Always you remember those? I remember curtains. You're you're a lot younger than me. How old are you now? Uh, thirty seven. Yeah, okay, but there I'm was a 52. video store, and I'll never forget this. How had, old were you when you were looking at the porn section of the mom I would, and pop I, video? I would stores. sneak in around ten or eleven just to peek back there because they were velvet, like crushed <laughs> velvet 
maroon dude, curtains. You'd have to open those beads and people would hear the clickety clickety oh, clack of your pervertedness. Dude. I'm going to jerk off. <laughs> That's what it was saying. That's what those beads were saying. They were sending out a Morse code. I'm jerking off. <laughs> and then you'd all like pass each other, like, huh? yeah, how you doing? So no one would be friendly. No one would make eye contact. The Everyone hell no. was so weird. Just picking up boxes, looking at them like you're, like you're looking at a normal <laughs> yeah. movie. Like you're reading the plot on the back. <laughs> so stupid. It was so stupid, man. It was so stupid. But and, also fantastic. There's well, none just, of that now. It's a, it was a weird time. Where like everybody knew that everybody else watched porn too, so we were all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, Mike? What's up? And then you know maybe that was like if you have good friends, good friends would tell each other they beat off. Yeah. There's a lot of guys out there lying to each other. Oh, dude. I don't even like porn. Stacks <laughs> of it, hidden in closets of, and shit. Dude, magazines. Magazines. Jacking bro. off to magazines. Bro, jacking off in the forest to magazines. <laughs> dude, just, I used to have a bit that I I never wound up putting this on a special. Like I wrote it and I performed. But then, it, like, my special was too long. I think it was Triggered or one of the other ones. But it, I had a whole bit about when I was a kid, we would find porn in the forest. Hilarious. Some dudes were so scared. <laughs> They're so scared of the fact they beat off. They have to hide their shit in the woods. Oh, my God. They have dude. to go to the woods. You should release that bit. Is it like a bonus? I, I need to just redo it. I yeah, should just redo it. and release it. it. Yeah, because I, I, I think it. The, pro <laughs> the problem was sometimes I get on a subject and I do too much on that subject. I might have had too many jerking off jokes. Hilarious. <laughs> Nothing better than a jerking off joke, <laughs> you man. You have to fucking, but you have to, if you're doing a whole special and you have 28 <laughs> minutes of jerking off jokes, you, might, you gotta edit out 10 of that, put it aside, tighten, tighten up your ship. Ugh. But that's a thing, like, that back then, you know, it was, it never existed before. So when I was a kid, when I was in high school, that's when the VHS tape became common in households, in my neighborhood at least. I don't remember what the year was they invented the VHS tape, VHS tape, but I remember the first time I ever saw TV on a thing that you could push into the television and watch it and play it. And then people figured out that this is a good way to watch people <laughs> fuck. <laughs> By the, by the time I was a senior in high school, it went from freshman in high school, nobody watched people fuck, to, fuck to senior high school. Everybody. All of my friends were like stealing tapes from their dads and buying them off other dudes. Was was, was uh, Faces of Death big when you were? Yes, that was that was just after high school. Yes, just after high school, big when dudes I was a kid. had Faces of Death, and then there was also shit like Barnyard Betty, where there was this uh, <laughs> this. Poor fetal alcohol syndrome baby that Fuck. grew up to be a fucked up lady who's on drugs is having sex with all these different barnyard animals and you're like, oh my god. And so I I was at my friend Billy's house and we went down to his basement <laughs> and we're watching it on the TV and our other friend Ron is guarding the door. He's making sure that nobody parents? opens up the door for parents. So yeah. he's got a, he's like look out at the door while we're watching this chick suck off a German shepherd. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this is crazy. Because you know we were like twenty or something like that, and we we couldn't believe that it, to to any twenty year old kid, if you said, "Do you know that there's ladies that if you pay them enough money they'll suck off dogs?" They're like, like, "What the?" They're like, fuck? "Duh," but they'd be like, "Duh." Yeah, yeah. Here's a whole Reddit fucking sub thread. Oh, I know now. Reddit a subreddit yeah, dedicated entirely to chicks who blow dogs. So VCR was released in 1977 in the United States. 
Faces of Death came out the next year. Fuck. And then in 1985, oh a mathematics teacher showed it to his class in Escondido High School. Did he get, get fired? Two of the students were so traumatized. That would have fucked me up. They an unnatural fear of dying and suffered emotional distress. And yeah, yeah, I couldn't watch that when, it, when I was in high school. The other well, thing I is, was, um, how much of it was real, though? It's a good question. I'd have to see it now. And Some so, of it was, but most of it was. So did, what year, oh, I'm man. sorry, what year did you say the, the VHS was invented? 76? 77. 77? So I was, uh, in, I was in ninth grade in 1981. That was my first year as a high school student. So that was like right when that was kind of kicking in. When, you know, when it was getting into, you know, when a, a, a new invention, like a thing that you can play tape and you can watch movies in your house, that shit take, took a year or two back then. Oh, yeah. To spread across to the whole country. Oh, yeah. Betamax was the year and a half-ish before it. Because VCR took off in Japan, and says this says Betamax came out in 1975. Yeah, yeah. And weren't the first so, one? What you mean is VHS? Yeah, VHS was inferior to Betamax, but Betamax was a Sony product, and it was it was only Sony, so it was you you had to only use their stuff, right? And apparently, it was way better and smaller. Yeah, they fucked up a, a mini disc. You know, they fucked. They've had that problem a few times. Are you a Sony hater? No, Sounds but like they've won are. a few times. Discman and like some other things. Oh, yes, the Discman was sick. They've won. They've won. That shit lost. was dope. They tried. Remember I the remember... VCR too? Was the the first one? It was. It would pop open on top. Yeah. It, you wouldn't put it straight in. It pop up top and then you put it. in. Bro, I remember when you go to the gym and dudes would have a Discman yeah. on their hip. Yes. A big yellow plastic thing where the CD would sit <sighs> in it, and they'd be at the gym. Lifting, I'm like, look how cool that guy looks. Fuck He's yeah. got his own music. Hell yeah! <laughs> they called the skip protection ESP because it looked yes. ahead and wouldn't forget. And that was yes. a big deal because it, it wouldn't skip. Deal. It wouldn't skip. You could shake it, it wouldn't skip. I remember when they first figured out how to do that in cars. I was like, God, they nailed it. Because before, if you were driving in your car and you hit a bump, your fucking music would ruin. It would it fucked the song up. What a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was basically you're driving around in a record player. But they Fuck. did have a record player for a car even before that. They had record players for cars in like the 50s. What like I mean, a record, like a 78. Really? Like a vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See if you can yeah, find yeah. that. We've, we've talked about this before. Record players in cars. It was really old. I want to say it was like a terrible late idea. 50s. What a terrible idea. They didn't know what to do. There was, there was some form there was of entertainment. No noise. Imagine there was being quarantined. Just oh, back, back then. then. Oh, yeah. Dude. Well, they they basically were quarantined. Yeah, that's what they were doing. What kind of life was that? <laughs> Living in the twenties. Hey, remember all the CDs you'd have? Remember oh all the stacks. Like the, you'd have yes. a, a, the black case and be full. You remember those things you would have? Those towers? Yes. Those CDs are stacked yes. up. Yes. Those towers? You, can, you can buy one right now for 150 bucks. Oh my god, that's, that's hilarious. A little pricey. That's way pricey for a record <clears throat> player, though. That works. A Phillips car. record player for your car. But but what year did they invent it? Oh, I mean, it's so look at that guy's car. Look at that lower. Look at that right there. Look at that black and white picture. That guy's got a fucking oh, friend. Holy fuck. That's Muhammad that Ali. That's, oh. that's Muhammad Ali. Holy fuck. Holy shit. He had a record player in his car. He's got stacks of records there, too. You know, the thing is, we don't know, you know if that's Photoshopped. I know. Who that's knows? that's what's real weird. But here's what's real weird. Real weird. In the future, you're going to be able to do, like, a regular person is going to be able to do whatever they want. What do you mean? With a, with uh, with CGI with Photoshop, oh, they'll be able to do whatever. With they pretending, want. like we don't know if like if you got a, one of those of Daniel Craig or John Lennon. John Lennon's driving around with a record player in his yeah. his Cadillac. I don't know if that's real. 
No. Someone... Today? Today, I don't know. But in the future, you're going to be able to watch a video. Well, you won't know if the video. Have you real. seen they've been able to do? Your face like, could be on that easily. <clears throat> oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Yeah. My that face has been on so many chicks. Do you know how many chicks? Like people have like taken my face yeah. and, and put on their body, especially in, like ridiculous like workout selfies that I take. Like, yeah. like when I'm done working out, I'm yeah. all sweaty. And I feel pumped. And people put them on chicks' faces. Well, have, have you seen like the deep fakes? They do it with porno, yes. so they have like huge celebrities yes. and like. It looks pretty fucking real, man. It looks pretty real. But here's the thing, man. CGI is going to replace all that. They're going to be able to do that with computer programs where you don't need to just put it on an existing video. You can do the whole thing artificially. The whole thing. They'll probably, it'll be like Squarespace. Like Squarespace has templates for re for uh, websites. Yeah, websites. They're going to have templates for porn. Fuck. Like, what do you want to do? You want to be a tennis instructor? <laughs> How do you want to do it? And it's going to be a dude. And then it's going to be, he's going to just go in there and you're going to have whatever girl you want. You want to, you want to fuck Meg Ryan? That's okay. Nuts. It's going to be Meg Ryan. That's nuts. Yeah. It's going to, whoever you want. Well, who, think who about you it. Want. You'd probably get rid of the, the actor because they'll be able to put that in movies, whoever you want. Yeah. You want a 1990s Salma Hayek? Yeah. Boom. Boom. So you, you get to hear her voice. You get to see her face. Like, you, there's going to be crazy lawsuits where people are trying to stop people from using their face and their artificial body in porn. Fuck. And the arguments are going to be that it's art. You're gonna, you can't stop freedom of expression. But you, you can't, can't use stop people's art. name and likeness. Yeah, but it's not. <clears throat> if it's a painting of someone, here's the thing, right? If I take you and I paint you, can I sell it? Uh, this is what uh, I can think. Can you? Yes, I think so. I think if someone paints me and they sell it, I don't have any say in that. They, I'm a public figure. They're painting me and they're selling it. Now, what if they paint me and it's so realistic that it looks exactly like me and I got a dick in my mouth and they're selling it? You can't. Uh, I don't yeah. think I can do anything. Uh, uh, so let's keep going. Let's keep going. What if instead of paint, they do a digital photograph so they make a photograph with a computer of me it looks just like me doing something i've never done before robbing a bank like running out of there with a, a bag of cash and a pistol in my hand a thing that never existed it's not a pre-existing photograph where they've just superimposed my face it's a completely new image new. how is that not a piece of art i think it is so why wouldn't it be like especially it's going to be disturbing for female celebrities what what if it's you in a in a kkk Outfit. Could be you in anything. It could be you with a giant vagina giving birth. Bill, uh, Bill Clinton. But that was a well, painting. That's a real painting. That right. was a painting. And Jeff, Epstein if you guys don't know that. how crazy this Epstein story is, in Jeffrey Epstein's house in New York City, which was seventy million dollars worth seventy million dollars, such a dumb who crib. the someone gave him, <laughs> somebody gave it to him. <laughs> okay, whatever. I have friends. I get it. He's got a painting of Bill Clinton in a dress, pointing at him. That's Hillary Clinton's dress. Well, whoever's dress it is. Yeah, it it's Bill like Clinton. Monica, but it's it might have been Monica Lewinsky's dress. Is it the same one that Hillary won? It could be either one. It's pretty it's close. so weird. Talk to the painter. Either way. But that was in his either living way. room. It's so weird. So in his living room, he had a painting of Bill Clinton dressed up like a woman. I think he had that George Bush one, too. Have you seen that? Where he's like playing with little distance. It's almost like they held stuff over these guys to the point where they could humiliate They're them. They're mocking them. So if, if that guy came... Like, if Bill came over to his house, he would see that. He would see, like, you're my bitch. Fuck. 
You're my bitch. I don't care if you're the former president. You're my bitch. I still don't think you. Let me show you the videos. I, I still have. don't think you committed suicide. Of course you don't, because yeah. he didn't. Yeah. First of all. And that's not. What do you think, Jamie? I'm not like a big conspiracy Bro, guy. Michael Baden, that fucking guy from that HBO autopsy autopsy series. Yeah. He talks about it like in depth. He's like, no, these these are injuries consistent no with way. someone who's been choked. No way. It's also the position of the cut. It's all lower. Like when you you hang yourself, it goes up like that because the whole have, weight is yeah, up there. Yeah, that's right. This shit is down there. That's right. Someone's choking this motherfucker off. I think Harvey Weinstein's the next to go. It's too much shit. Yeah, we talked about this yesterday, right? Didn't I with Michael Shermer? Yeah. Who did I talk about this with? With Lex or was it Michael? One of the two that came up. What did he say? I don't know. My, my uh, I, the, I've I've heard that argument before, but I think that he's got more to lose than he does to gain. Because if he says something like, yeah, all those Hollywood starlets, they all sucked my dick, and that's how they got famous, it, it sort of reinforces that he was a monster. That he was a monster. But also shows they were playing the game. They were playing the game, but that game's illegal. And so the whole reason why he's in jail for the rest of his life is because that game's <clears throat> illegal. But he's already in there. So if he goes, hey, right, I know I'm, 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 I know I'm this out. monster. Jeffrey you like this celebrity? She did this with me for years. Look at this. Jeffrey Epstein's Hollywood pipeline ran straight to Harvey Weinstein. Yeesh. Well, I would make up a bunch of stories about aliens. Now that Harvey's in the pokey, probably for the rest of his life, I would, if I ran some of them dubious websites, I would start, oh, all day. I would I'd be start firing writing, off shit. I would start writing the most ridiculous stories. I am related to someone who was <gasps> propositioned by Harvey Weinstein and said that he could... Uh, Make her a star. Mm. Yeah, she I didn't. Mean, she didn't believe him. She the crazy was, thing but. is, he. Oh could. wow! Yeah. Sounds you know. like sounds like your cousin was a dumbass. He was in. It was in Ohio. She had no idea who he was. Oh wow! He was just like visiting. Do your research, girl. Yeah. Was there no Google back in this fucking? I, it might have been actually a she, long time ago. She could have been fucking Wonder Woman. She's just like, who's this fat guy? <laughs> Are you insinuating? Well, oh no! Insinuating, who knows? Who How knows? dare you? Back in the day, Wonder Woman. He made people famous. Yep. Whitney Cummings talks about it. She she has a, a really funny way of putting it. She's like, "Well, the guy always told the truth. He did, he really did it for him. Like if he told me, if you suck my dick, I'm gonna put you in this movie." They were in the movie. They were in the movie, and that was his reputation. I'm like, "Wow, crazy." But then again, how does a guy like him ever fuck a ten? By put him in movies. By put him in movies. And you imagine how stunned he must have been, like with. Imagine you're banging like some of the most famous, hottest women in the world, and you're you're this monster. You look you look terrible. You look terrible. You look like a, an experiment, right? <laughs> he was so vile. Doesn't he have Corona? Pretty yeah, sure they moved him to the hospital with Corona. Dave Chappelle had a fucking hilarious take on that. He goes, "There's very few dudes where you look at him and go, <laughs> oh yeah, he rapes." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. That was in that, that belly room comedy special that he did with his walker. God, it's so crazy. He's so foul looking. But if a guy like him like grew up in that Hollywood system, that's probably he's probably, you know, like a really extreme version of how they all did it. Agree. He yeah, he's not the first one. No. That cat the, the casting couch is an expression for a reason. Correct. It was real. It's a huge porno channel to this day. I mean, but in but we know that that happened, right? It's yeah, it's gross. Uh-huh. 100%. I'm not in, I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying we know of it as a historical reality. 
You know, just like we know barbarians used to be real. We know you know, <laughs> we know that as a historical reality. The casting couch was a real thing. God, he's vile. He's got everything. He's got pock marks. He's fat. He's balding. Nothing he's is good. Gross looking. He doesn't look compassionate. He doesn't look friendly. It's all those things. Apparently he had a small dick. But it's also, it's like there's this like fucking vortex of things that are happening. Everything's all happening together. And this guy figured out that there's a system. And if you get people attention and make them famous, and you can make a lot of money if you make good choices and you're smart about how you do it, and you control your addiction just enough Fuck. to keep making movies. Woo! And he's with a bunch of young starlets. And he just looks like yeah. complete shit. Just monster. Come to our God. What do you do if you're one of those gals? I want to be in the movie. I could be Aquaman's girlfriend. Oh, dude. He's going to suck this fat guy's dick. Shit. Didn't you have a bit about it? Yeah. Well, I had a bit about my son. I said, it's different it, with but boys. If I, was, if I was a man, like it, it was uh, me and it was my daughter, you know, like every man in this room, like every person in this room. And that guy propositioned my daughter and offered her money in exchange or offered her sex. Her giving him sex to be cat in exchange woman? for a movie, I'd be like, no, I'd want to kick his ass. I'd want to fuck him up. Want to kill him? I forgot the bit. What? What? Breaking news. What? Breaking news. Some fighters out. I don't like this. What? I don't like what? Uh, let me get the tweet. Sorry. Oh, I'm no. nervous. Yeah. Sorry. Is the fight off? Yeah. What's with the suspense? I was trying to get the. What tweet do we got here? So UFC 249 has been canceled. All UFC events postponed indefinitely due to COVID-19. <gasps> Dana White says he is ready to promote the event, but things were taken out of his control. The much, much more to come. The government stepped in and on, said, you ain't doing on this shit. Wow. wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's interesting. Well, that saves me a lot of <laughs> fucking thinking. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. I was 75% ready to go. You were going to do it. The only thing that worried me is that if I contracted something and then I came in contact with other people. So what I was going to do is do it if I definitely could get tested. And then I would have to know the results before I come back. But fucking even then you don't know. If the testing was a little dicey. Like it, some Jamie people was told saying me, there's a new type of test that they're working on. What is that? They don't have it officially done yet, I guess. But when I was reading the stuff about the NBA, um, it said that they have a potential like instant test, right? Like a maybe a diabetic type test where you can prick a finger, prick get a little blood. bit of blood, and they can get something within five to ten minutes. I believe it also said it was hypothetical and like if they can get that done or get it mass produced or whatever it is yeah and it works and it's accurate then they will proceed but i'm so disappointed dude there's an article in the atlantic about tracking you with cell phones and tracking you in comparison to trusted people that have tested negative like that 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 could be the way that we could release people from quarantine and this is <laughs> we're gonna go full eddie bravo on something like Fuck, this dude. because if you have to have something you have to have your phone on you to travel like apparently they have to do in, in I think it's in China, right? Don't they have their, their phone to travel? And they have a, a health app on their phone. It's sort of like they have to keep their health app up to date. There's one on every iPhone already. Yeah, but I but. think this is a different kind of, it's not, you know, it's a different kind of thing that like you have to have, uh, uh, like uh, you have to been certified that you tested 
clean for COVID, and then it's on your phone. Digital certificate or something. Right. Something yeah. Like that, yeah. Something like that. I'm fine with that. And that, dude, you can't be. Because then they can restrict your travel just based on whether or if not. If you're sick, though? But yeah, but, but here's the thing. We've always just accepted that people can be sick, and we prefer freedom over 100% safety. We've always accepted that We're people can have the now, cold. Joe. We're not doing that now. But my, my point is we've always accepted that. And if we decide to keep going further down that rabbit hole where we make someone carry a device where you can track their location, you have to have it to travel. That's scary. It's, it gets weird, man. Yeah. It gets weird. You have to have a phone, and I have to be able to see what you've been up to. What have you been partying all night? And you go to the airport, and they're like, I think you have cancer. Like, no, 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 I just did coke. I'm just fucked up. your vitals. Yeah. Like, I think you're dying. Like, no, I've just been up. Dude, I've been hammered all night. I haven't gone to bed yet. I've got high blood pressure. Going I, back to see my family, please. I ate at Denny's. Yeah. I just, I'm, I'm trying to go home. Yeah. I want to go home. I'm sleeping for three days. Yeah. And they're like, you're, you're sick. We need to quarantine you. <sighs> but this, this that's a, a poor example just for humor. But- Still There's not. a slippery road if you tell people they have to have a phone everywhere they go. Right now, you don't. You could have a driver's license and, or a passport, and you can get on a plane, and you're fine. You don't have to have a phone. You don't have to have a phone right now. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a phone, but I'm saying if someone's going to tell you that you have to have a phone everywhere you go. Things are going to get slippery. But what? What if they're going to be able to track you one hundred percent? But what if it's just like like the way you scan your boarding pass? What if you scan to make sure you're healthy? But that's the problem. Is this kind then of then after stuff, that they don't track you? The, well, well, look. Think about all Google has done. And it's not a knock on Google, but all Google has done with basically just the information that they give to companies on what your activities are, right? There's a re- the reason why when you're talking about things, these Google ads yeah. pop up. Why, why is that? Why when you look up something, you find those ads and everything? Well, it's because they're trying to sell you things, right? They're trying to figure out. They're modern what you're looking at, yeah. Yeah, trying to figure out what makes you tick. Why wouldn't they do that with this too? Why wouldn't they do that with this too? Why wouldn't, like, if, they, if you could track people. If you could track, who's going to pay for all that software and all that stuff? Like, well, we'll just put a few ads up. Would you rather be could, quarantined? But, but imagine. Would but you rather be quarantined? But imagine if you could track people, if they could go everywhere, and while while they're doing their life, you know everything they do. You know they went to this grocery store. You know they went to this house. You check. A, you give an app on them that they can't leave behind that, that checks their health. <laughs> it's dicey. It's dicey. It's, there should never be a group that has more power over an individual rather than another individual. It's not like, like the thing about having a massive group that can tell one person that they can or can't do something is it can be abused. If everyone is even, it can never be abused. If we all follow the same rules and the same laws, then okay, we all agree. We all have the same amount of control and power over each other's lives. But as soon as you have more control than the person who you're monitoring, then things can get weird. It's just natural. People are weird. They, they control people. They like controlling people. They like abusing power. A lot of people that have power abuse power. Fuck. So if you give the power of constant surveillance in exchange for the freedom to be able to go everywhere you want and the relieving of quarantine, we just want to know you're healthy, no big deal. You're like, okay, yeah. We'll let you I'll out let you. if you let us monitor you. 
That's what's going on. It's Fuck. not that they thought this through and this was their end goal. You don't think so? I don't think it's a fucking conspiracy. They're not that I smart? Think pe- no, I think people take advantage of things that happen. Correct. That's more likely. What's more likely is a crazy thing happens and people automatically take advantage when they find an opportunity, especially the more predatory amongst us. So it's not like we're, we're just looking out for human nature. It's human nature. To you, to like when you look at the stuff that Edward Snowden found out about the NSA, like of course they would. If they could, they're going. They're to. gonna do it. They're gonna find a way. It's 100%. human nature. Yeah. It's just how we are, man. Dude, I want to know who shut down UFC 249 because we know how adamant Dana oh, is. Dick, more. I, got, I, was, I was waiting to get that in there. Supposed to happen April 18th has been canceled. Dana White confirms. Oh wow. That he was asked to stand down by top Disney ESPN executives, and he is doing so. Damn, think of the power of Disney. Hey, Dana, let's shut it down. Well, I think they made uh, probably a risk assessment, and then they made uh, like a calculation of what the, the negative aspects of going against government regulations in terms of like state government would be. They're probably like, you can't do this. They're saying it's not worth I'm it. Gl- imagine being the president of the UFC. Fuck all that. Imagine having all these fights that you have to make and having all this pressure on you. And you're also like a famous guy like Dana is. Imagine being that guy. Fuck that job. Dana, president of the UFC is second only to president of the United States. How dare you? How fucking dare you? How dare you? <laughs> under pressure? Dude, Bro, he's under ridiculous amounts of million pressure. in the bank account? That's nice. But you get used to that. You get used to that 100%, money. 100%. You do. You do. He's compensated job. well for it. He's compensated well. He's, but the he's reason, not making all the fights. He's making a lot of fights. He's making the main fights. He's making a lot of the fights. main events. But it, it, the most important thing is he's like a psychotic driving force for the most exciting organization in the world. And I don't think the organization gets where it is without Dana White. I think you have to have a crazy person at the Agreed. wheel. I think you have, you have to have a bulldog. You have a guy who doesn't give a fuck. He's a he's a real man. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll talk shit. Yep. He'll he'll insult people. He he'll go back with you. He's nuts. And then Disney went, yeah, you're a wild boy. He's like, I'm going to an Indian reservation. (laughs) I've got an island. (laughs) He's got a fucking island. i got an island. And then Disney went, very cool. Your island? Yeah. Hopefully you didn't put money down because we're shutting all that down. They're like, what? What are we doing here? And then they're probably like, this is the only thing that's up and running. Like, this this is up and running. They're ready to go right now. And I think, I I wish they would have let them go. Because everyone would have been just fucking fine. The other as thing long, is, is but as Disney as saved right $750 million. As long as the right precautions are in place, I agree. They would have been fine. But the thing is, it's like you got to measure. You got this. If this was like just in any other disease where we understood it better, I would be way more confident. We understand numbers, though. We do, but we don't understand Michael Yo. Okay? Michael Yo almost died. Yeah, yeah. And you know what Michael Yo is doing right now? He's fine. Right, but he almost died. But he did it. But he was in the hospital for a week. Yeah, but he's fine. Okay, okay. Now he's fine. I don't want people who are <clears throat> less like robust than Michael Yo to die. So we got to figure out like what the fuck this virus is. How does it get treated? What's the most effective way? I'm when with- can we assure? When and then. Then, then it makes sense that we're a little bit more loose with our regulations. One hundred percent. Now, when now Micah Yo, decent shape. He's in decent shape compared to a UFC fighter. He's fucking Adele. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not in shape compared to Tony Ferguson. He works out a lot. He really does. Again, compared to Tony Ferguson, that's right. fine. You're right. Yeah. But he's also not that old. 
No. And is he, you know, college football player? Strong guy. It's a loose term. But yes. I understand what you see. He did. He threw the ball. He was involved. <laughs> That's a very loose term. Dude, how funny is it when um, people get busted <laughs> with uh, like a fake story of like some sort of athletic past? Oh, dude. It is the weirdest thing. Brian had this friend. I know. That's why I brought it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> He'd be like, I fought Chet Congo in the beach. <laughs> and I. I've trained with Chet Congo. I know Chet Congo. I asked Chet Congo, I've never, what? I've never fought on a beach. I told Brian, went, dude, I'm telling you, that guy's full of shit, Brian. I'm telling mm. you, we can track all of this. Yeah. Dude, I had a guy uh, who made me talk to his friend because his friend uh, knocked out Chuck Liddell in one of the early UFCs. And this guy's insisting that he, uh, he knocked out Chuck Liddell in one of the early UFCs and he insists that I know and he's like my friend needs to talk to you it's like a guy who was like a, a he was like a bouncer at a nightclub and he made me talk to his friend and I'm like what are you talking about I go I go he's had one loss it was to Jeremy Horn he got submitted by Jeremy Horn this is at the time I'm like you didn't knock him out no that we can check I can like, check right now on my yeah, phone that didn't happen never happened that didn't happen that wasn't a real thing the best was Brian was defending his friend he goes dude he wrestled at ASU I go oh well my coach uh, wrestled at ASU. He, he was on. Go, How old is your guy? He goes. He's like forty something. Oh my coach. Oh, they've been the same year. No, I'll, I'll see him tomorrow. Let me ask him. And he goes. Never heard of that guy. Then Brian goes. Dude, Brennan's coach was at ASU when he said you were there. He goes. Dude, I didn't say I was on the team. I'd go in and volunteer. Her? Well, D one programs don't let people volunteer to work out with the with the wrestling team. Yeah, we got a farmer who wants God. to come in and do backflips. Like, Could he be on the gymnastics come team? Come on, man. What does that mean? I, I volunteered. Well, who volunteers? Finally, I get Brian to admit it. Bro, people are crazy. People make stuff up. It's too easy to track these days. Eddie and I knew this guy, and uh, he had this dude take him to the woods where he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna fight an Akumite. Fuck okay? yeah! And the guy has a fucking big old uh, sack with him, like a, a big old bag that you would carry with you. Like a big one, like a three-foot bag, solid bag. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, I'll be back in two days, uh, you know, and uh, hopefully I'll win this thing. And he goes into the woods. The guy <laughs> drops him off, and he goes into the woods. And so then he comes back. His friend comes to get him. They agree upon this time two days later. His friend comes back, and he's holding a trophy. He doesn't have the bag anymore. <laughs> so the bag was in the, the trophy was in the bag. And this guy... <laughs> This guy came out of the woods holding this trophy saying that he won this in this kumite. And the guy's like, but that's the same size as the bag that you had. And you don't have the bag anymore. What the fuck are you doing? So this dude basically just went camping and decided that would be the thing. He was going to tell everybody he fought in some no-rules karate tournament in the forest. Oh, dude, you got to appreciate the hustle, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's such a funny story though. Dude, that trophy's the same size. What are you doing, man? <laughs> the guy said drop me off in this dirt road. I have to fight in a karate tournament. <laughs> so his friends are like, wow, this is just like a movie. <laughs> yeah, the dude just goes walking down oh. this dirt road like he's fucking Kwai Chang Kane. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, it's so stupid. Oh, man. That guy's fantastic. So stupid. What the fuck was he thinking? Imagine thinking, I got these motherfuckers. They're, they're Dude, never gonna question two this. Two nights, two nights by himself, just fucking like, back it's with a trophy. Fuck out here, man. Probably like hit himself a couple of times. Make He's it like, realistic. man, it got dicey, but I pulled it off. It got crazy in the first fight, but uh, <laughs> the next eight fights were all me. Hey, and for what? <laughs> just to tell us, buddy, get a trophy. It's no rules, kumite. <laughs> oh, in the man. forest, that anything guy. you can do like that in the forest is more. You do it on an island. That's what have been cool about this UFC thing. If it really did go to Fuck Island, not anymore, bro. Ah, give it a couple of weeks. Yeah, in May they'll be back up and running. Well, the good news is it's pure our response to this because it happened in the moment. The island might still be in play because all the other leagues are still figuring out that like remote situation to figure mm. out soccer, baseball, basketball. So they might. Just well, put if it off you for could control an island, if it's a small island. If you could control the whole island and test everybody, why God, not? How much money is the UFC going to be spending on these private jets? Um, how much fly? money are they going to be making with the reality show about moving the UFC to the island? Because I'm watching that shit. Fuck Tiger King. I'm watching Dana White with his crazy uh, screaming and running around trying to figure out how to, we're going to put on these fucking fights, trying to figure out how to get a fight to an island and coming up with an idea of an island and international waters and who owns the island. That's one so episode, that dude's the bro. king of the island? That's one episode. Bro, this, this, and then the government then what do we do? him on the phone call, which, yes, Mr. Trump. No, I understand Mr. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Disney calling him up, yelling at him. He's a wild man. Wow, I, I don't know what they're going to do, man. We, we told you, I have to throw those 40-something fights. I think they're going to relax a little. I think people are going to hopefully realize that the worst is behind us. I think May the numbers going to be like this. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they this. obviously I'm hoping the current treatment is the one that works. But too. if that's not the one that works, maybe they find something just as good. I heard zinc. People, oh, that was the other thing. Why are people saying tonic water? Why, why are people saying this is one of the weird things about home remedies and homeopathic tonic cures to so fucking, fucking ruthless pandemics? But people were saying quinine in tonic water and zinc together are a, a good combination. That someone was saying that it somehow or another uh, mimics what that uh, that malaria drug does. Sounds. I mean, oh, tonic water. Just is, looking up tonic water, Wikipedia says tonic water is a carbonated drink in which quinine is dissolved, originally used as a prophylactic against malaria. Tonic water whoa. usually now has a significantly lower quinine content as consumed for its distinctive bitter flavor. So now it's just a taste. Not oh, a, okay. Oh. So originally, see, that's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Home remedies. But but if you can get quinine, forget about tonic water. If you can actually, quinine mimics that malarial drug? Again, this is probably when they first made it, back when Coke had Coke in it. You know? This is how those people <laughs> die drinking pool cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> That's how they died. That's how that dude died. That dude died because he's like, look, it's the same letters. The same letters. Fucking idiot. Probably prescription only. It says quinine is a medication for malaria treatment. But I don't think you could just get that. But there is a certain amount of quinine from a natural source in tonic water? Like, what is the quinine from? Why do they have it in there? Imagine if that was the drink they drank in places where the mosquitoes were bad. (laughs) Quinine powder is so bitter that British officials stationed... In early century, or 19th century India, 
had to mix it with soda and sugar so that they could drink it. Whoa. So that's probably how they made that drink to begin with. That's deep. <sighs> they made a drink with some nasty stuff that kills malaria. Do you know that sickle cell, sickle cell anemia is closely related to people that have uh, survived malaria? Really? Yeah, apparently it's like the genetic... Tiffany Haddish is actually the first person to tell me this. Um, the genetic... Uh, the reason why sickle cell came about was because of an ability to fight off malaria. Somehow or another, they're connected. And that... What's up? I'm sorry. No. Um, but... That uh, then I looked it up, and it's like it's really interesting. It's like it occurs in people who are descendants of people who were in places That's where malaria existed. So it has something to do with like this resistance to malaria. Have you had Tiffany on here? No, I haven't. She was supposed to be on, but she got sick. There is also <clears throat> it says at the bottom of this. I love her though. Yeah, quinine is a. Uh, I don't know prescribed, but it says it's often recommended to relieve leg cramps. Huh. Interesting. Why leg cramps? Yeah. Leg cramps are no different than arm cramps, are they? It says it, but the FDA cautions <laughs> consumers against using off-label quinine drugs to treat leg cramps, but mixing leg it, there's a certain amount of it that can be mixed. Weird. What kind of a bitch are you that you need to take a drug for a leg cramp? That is... But dude, walk it Stretch off. it out, bitch. Stretch, stretch it, out. it out, dude. Have some water. Come on. Drink something with uh, electrolytes. Get Maybe. yourself some liquid IV. Maybe this is like supercharged electrolytes. I don't know. It doesn't have um, much science about it at all. It just is like a, a sentence. Yeah, who knows, man? I hope it works. If it doesn't work, I hope uh, uh, vitamin C, uh, sauna. That's what I'm doing. A lot of vitamin C, a lot of I vitamin D. So bad, dude. I bet you do. It's three hours and twenty-seven. Are minutes we twenty-seven? Oh damn! Look, it's three thirty almost. Done. I think we got a lot accomplished. <laughs> I do too. Me too, man. How about the fucking UFC's fun. canceled, And then how about the fact that it happens while we're on the podcast? That was pretty crazy. We didn't cover too much of it. Listen, man, I was hesitant. My my thoughts I on, know you were. I was like, hmm, I really want to go. Like, I was leaning towards going. But I'm like, God, I don't want to hear it from people that don't think it's a good idea. You know, I'm not interested in putting myself at risk, but my real concern was, how do I know if I contract it? And then I bring it back. How, how am I going to know? And then I had to be honest with myself. I'm like, I really wouldn't know. So the only way I would be able to do it is to do it and then be in quarantine until I get tested. That ain't worth it. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. For what? I want to find <clears throat> out, man. <clears throat> I want to find out how many people have it. I, would, I wish they would do. One thing that I wish they would offer is like a worldwide antibody test. Let's find out what the real numbers are. And maybe they're already doing this and I'm just a moron. But a worldwide They're test. They're doing more, right? Yeah. <clears throat> like, what's weird to me is the NBA got tested so fast. But I mean antibodies. I want to find out like how many people went through it. It'd be nice to oh, have a I test. <clears throat> It'd be nice to have a test of the people that survived it. Like, let's test you. How many people survived it? Amazing. They but, have those numbers. Yeah, they, they do. It'd be nice to have that. But it'd be also nice to, to – I hate to say this because I don't want to test everybody. But if we tested everybody – Everybody. It was real simple. We tested everybody. And then we find out. Again, this is a power thing. You don't want people having the power to fucking just force you to take a test. And that's what ultimately they would have to do if we we're going to test everybody. You'd have to make it like the government would have to make it mandatory. But imagine if they tested everybody and be like, dude, we got like 99% people have had it. And they didn't even know. It. And they're fine. We don't know. What if like 99% of the planet had it and a few of them got it really bad and people yes. died from other people just maintained and didn't even skip a beat? There'd be no quarantine. 
Weird. You know, like the chicken pox? Like almost everybody gets the chicken pox eventually, right? That's true. Is that true? You can get it again. Yeah. But Do they have a vaccine for the chicken pox, though? I, no, I thought you could only get it once. Well, then I think I'd, they have a vaccine for like, chicken pox. When a kid gets it, don't a lot of like parents <clears> they like they want to get their kid near it. Yeah, Sometimes but that was before they, they had get. vaccines. I think. See if uh, the, I mean I'm really sure they have a vaccine for the chicken pox, and that was the idea behind it. That's why people would want their kids. We haven't heard about chicken pox in a grip. Yeah. When I was a kid, I had it. I'm pretty sure. But you can't get it, it twice. I had it. You too. can't get it twice. Though. Right. Once you have it, you're good. I have like a little hole in my yeah. face where it I picked yeah. my scab. There is one, yeah. Varicella, yeah. it's called. Yeah. Mm. Varicella. I think, Jamie, you're talking about back before then. They used to yeah, do I guess, that. I mean, I yeah, you people would bring yeah. their kids over. Someone had chickenpox. You bring your kid over around that kid. So they get so it. So develop the antibodies. You know, that's the other thing about diseases. It's like, think about the flu. How many times have you had the flu, but your friend didn't? And they were, you were around them. How many times have like, someone in your house, like your wife, have the flu? Yeah, and you're good. And you don't have it. Or it's you so do, weird. and she doesn't get it. Like, what is the difference between someone who gets it and someone who doesn't? It's not just contact. It's also, like, how well your body fights off that flu. Yeah. Your immune system. Yeah, and that's something I think is going to help all of us to concentrate on now. You know, I, th- I really, 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 really hope that that's what people get out of this. This is the fucking kick in the ass you needed to get your life in order. Agreed. In of your health. Get your fucking immune system in order. Get that workout program in, bitch! Do something. Do something. Do something. Do something. Skip rope. Just skip rope. Do you think you're a bad motherfucker? Skip some rope for ten minutes every day. You'd be you you'd be shocked at how hard it is to skip rope for ten minutes. That's so good for you. So good for you. So simple. Good for footwork. Someone was talking about that at some football player. I forget what the story was, but he was talking to uh, this other uh, football player's kid, or this other guy's kid who wanted to play football, and he's like, "Do you skip rope?" He's like, no. He goes, well, why don't you skip rope? Like that was the first thing that he said to him. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know football. For receivers and quarterbacks, or, or, or quarterbacks, he was just so saying good for just you for football. Period. That's great work. I think it's great for like. There's a reason why people do it for striking too. There's <clears throat> when you're forced to bounce up and down on your ball, your feet like that. You get a way better sense of what your body's capable oh, of used in to, terms I, of movement. When I was fighting, I used to do rounds inside the cage. I'd do. Uh, four or five minute rounds with a minute off of jump rope and I'd go in the ring and bounce back and forth dude jump rope's the shit I love jump rope think just think about how you're doing like these little explosions over and over and over again over and, and over and over and then you can get good and mix it up oh my god speed and you've developed these legs that can explode all yep. the time these but legs you, for yeah. footwork you're always on your yes. feet yes yes and then you get that on it that thick dick jump rope Ooh. that fucking rattlesnake jump rope that shit works your shoulders but it's just such an underrated exercise. There's so many so of them. So simple, too. I know. That's one of the cool things. What, there's, there's some positives to this quarantine for some folks. And one of those is you got the time to look at stuff more. And that's one thing that maybe was like just sitting there. And people are like, I never thought about that for fitness. Yep. But, why, but you're willing to go to take a soul cycle class on the other side yeah. of town. You were, but you could just watch a YouTube video and jump rope and get a way harder workout. Burn in. way more calories. And it's hard. And you don't have to go anywhere. You could watch a, watch a movie, watch your favorite movie, watch The Godfather. Think about that. I, I used to go in my garage every morning, ride that Peloton. <clears throat> I got a fucking bike now because of the quarantine. What are you saying? Part of the fun of those classes, Joe, is not just being by yourself. Oh, being and, around hot bros. Talking about them hoes. <laughs> talking about them hot rods. Them cycling hoes. 
Brandon, I don't want you to piss your pants. Thanks, dude. <clears throat> Let's wrap this up. Uh, Tfatk.com, The Fighter and the Kid podcast, The King and the Sting podcast, uh, Below the Belt podcast, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Food Truck Diaries. How many fucking do? Who hustles harder than you, man? Dude, you do. No, incorrect. Love you, man. I love you too, brother. It was fun. Bye, everybody. That was fun, dude. Fuck yeah. That was no fucking UFC. What?